fitter for one run, that might be a real tactical advantage he's got here. I think he'll come across from that wider draw with Alligator Blood. I wish I win. I'll be charging at them late. Of the others, I thought Osipenko certainly did enough first up. Maybe the Maccabi Diva at Flemington over a mile is his race down here, but I don't want him to blow me out. 3, 1, 2 and 10. The retiring Damien Oliver on top there for Warren Huntley aboard Alligator Blood. He might be able to add another Group 1 to his tally. Where does he sit, Warren uh, Oliver, as far as uh, great riders that we've had in Australia? Well, he's as good as I've seen in my time in racing, and I think... Everybody or the elite sports people have their time in the sun and for Ollie to be able to extend that in excess of three decades and still be at a level that is as good as any rider going around, uh, he sits right up there. For me, obviously, the quality of the cattle underneath them is a, is a big factor, but, yeah, I've seen no better than Ollie in my time. Yeah, 51 and still uh, mixing it with the best. Uh, what about for you, Mark? Yeah, I think you forget just how good he was. Oh, he is, but why certainly was. He's had to modify his style with that, that bad fall he had at Mooney Valley. And, mm. you know, any sport, how he can possibly survive at the top for that long, it, it's almost impossible to do. So I'm as well, and he's the best I've seen along the journey. Yeah, great uh, to get your thoughts there, guys. Uh, race number 10, uh, the last at Caulfield, 1,200 metres of benchmark 78. How do we come home here, Hills? Yeah, Junipal comes out, 4 by 4 Edison, one cent the win. Up the top, Ryazan is $151. Good support here to shock. Nine fifty into six, we bet $12. Beltoro, 34 $10 Buffalo River, 17 bet about it. $19 Ascension. Oh, look what well, that was? Is it a plane or a car? I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, I've been lucky. That's the first plane that's taken up in, in, uh, in about an hour and a half. They were, they were thick and fast this morning. That's the first one I've had in an hour and a half. Oh, I was, I was accusing Hells. That was at your end, Mark. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I understand the private jet's getting into Birdsville. Love it. <laughs> Regards, Marie, number 8, 950, 26, Azuro, Superium, 34, 16, Poland, High Stranger, 126, devoted our favourite, 290, out from 270, 21, Let's Roll the Dice, and Conqueror, $26. Here's to shock, or here to shock, uh, number two is the best supported runner here. It's um, yeah, It's been very well backed right throughout the trade, although still devoted, uh, certainly has its supporters. Warren, the last. Well, if we can get this out before the air raid sirens come on, we'll try and uh, try and get the tips out. I'm with 14 devoted. The first up run was terrific. We'll get a handle on that form line through Amenable in the previous, and I expect Amenable won't be disgraced at Group 1 level. Down on the weights with the claim. It's a lovely race for 14. Ahead of seven. Colino down from Sydney with a couple of runs under the belt. 1,400 metres looks suitable. Eight regards, Marie. Did a terrific job after blowing the start last start to get as close as he did. And two here to shock. There's a template for the Lindsay Park team to get back to the jump outs after a first up run and have the horse run very well second up. They've followed that template here. 14, 7, 8 and 2. Yeah, I think 14 is the best of the day. Devoted. Good form without much luck in Perth Racing. Come across, join Johnny Leake. Beat all bar amenable there first up. It's fitter. It gets down to 50 and a half. It gets a beautiful run behind good speed. And I think it wins to beat number seven, Colino, who won well first up. I thought it was ridden too close. Second up, uh, quite a ride can go better. Six, Ascension, might take the run, but it's jumping out well. Certainly got a place out from gate one. And then nine, Swazero, who's a good horse, capable around this distance range, trial well, just got the wide gate to overcome. I think 14 wins, 14, seven, six and nine. So just recapping, Mark, it's your best, is it? Race 10 devoted? 
Yeah, the best will go race 10, number 14, Devoted. The value, race 3, number 7, Extreme Step. And at Warwickville, I think this one will win. Race 7, number 9, Rapineau. Made a five-wide run for about 600 metres last start. It's fitter. It's gate one. Will Gordon, I thought it would win the last. Thanks for your time, Mark, and enjoy Birdsville today. Thanks, Luke. Thank you. There he goes, Mark Hunter. Warren Huntley, your best for Caulfield? Best for me, race three, number two, Ballet Rich. Value, race one, number nine, Tokenist. Yeah, hopefully Mark has a great time and he can roll that into his birthday celebrations tomorrow. Oh, I should have wished him a happy birthday. I didn't know. Apologise uh, to Mark. Uh, yeah, that'll be great. I uh, hope he has a, a fantastic day. And to you as well, Warren. Thanks, Luke. There he goes, Warren Huntley, Andrew Hurley. Anything to tidy up with Caulfield? Best back runner on the card is race two, number 14, Reinberg. Now, jockey's chance today, Jamie Carr, 350, Michael D, 380. Any other jockey option at $6, Jordan Childs at $7, Mark Zara, 850, Joy McNeil, Blake Shin at 11, and Daniel Stackhouse at $15. We're still waiting, uh, just we will get that Ramwick. Uh, Jockey's Challenge back open as soon as we've got confirmation of any riding changes, uh, particularly in relation to James McDonald. Races 1 to 6, Ramway Caulfield and Eagle Farm today. Place a win bet using your tab account. If your horse runs second or third, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. Applies to your first fixed odds win bet. You win some, you lose more for free and confidential advice. Call 1-800-858-858. Thanks, Hells. Chat to you after 10 o'clock for Behind the Gates. Look forward to it, mate. There's Andrew Hurley. If you're just joining us, uh, James McDonald uh, is riding today, but uh, the 56-kilogram rides, uh, we're just waiting to get confirmation that he will take those. He hasn't been able to prepare as he normally would after a fall yesterday there at Wyong, so uh, it'll just be a weight thing if that weight comes off and uh, he can make weight on those horses today. Um, he's got a little bit of ankle soreness, but he's uh, right to fulfil his engagements at this stage. We await further news in regards to the 56-kilogram ride. Steve Ralton, uh, Chair, uh, Chief Steward at Racing New South Wales, will keep me updated, and no doubt we'll monitor the Twitter page for any further news there. That's been the Caulfield Preview. Coming up next on Racing HQ Saturday, we'll look at Eagle Farm with Bernadette Cooper. Racing HQ, brought to you by Bet's Friends on the Tab app. Follow the Racing HQ Bet's Friends team for all the team's tips. What are you really gambling with? Sydney's greatest racing carnival is here. Be trackside for thrilling racing, live music and the world's richest race on turf for Tab Everest. Revel in Sydney's glorious spring for fun, food and fashion. Sydney Everest Carnival, September 16 to November 11. Book now at theracers.com.au. At Tab, we're on for Saturday racing. On races 1-6 to six at Randwick, Caulfield and Eagle Farm, place a fixed odds win bet with the Tab app. And if your horse runs second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on 18 races across three big tracks this Saturday. Tab, we're on. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's at website. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Pick your favourite Kia from the award-winning Kia Sportage to the street-cred delivering Kia Seltos or Kia's most powerful car ever, the all-electric EV6 GT. Book a test drive today to find your chosen one. Find out more at kia.com.au or drop into your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. This is Racing HQ with Luke Marlowe on Sky Sports Radio. 
Sure is. Let's get to Bernadette Cooper now for a look at this Eagle Farm program today. Good morning to you, Bernie. Yeah, good morning, Luke. Uh, another lovely day of weather for racing here. We haven't had a lot of rain, actually, so we're sort of predicting it's going to be slightly firmer today. Okay, good four. And we start in race number one, 1,500 metres, three-year-olds, benchmark 70. Number six, yeah. Toxpur at $3.70 is up the top. Number four, Planned Encounter, 4.20. And number one, Adelaide is at 4.80. Yeah, so what we're looking at for a Saturday grade three-year-old is a fairly low scale. I mean, we've got a major, the favourite here in a benchmark 70. So um, it is an interesting race and it's probably a bit of a lottery, to be honest. I'm tipping Planned Encounter, who beat Topspur fair and square in a maiden. So I'm not really sure why he's favoured over her, but anyway, that's that's, that's probably better. Uh, Neil Hocking... He's done a really nice job with this um, filly and he hasn't overtaxed her by any means. And she's the one that's really always been looking for this kind of trip. When she beat Topspur in a maiden, she would have given him sort of at least five lengths start as top of the straight at Doom at least and ran him down and ran away from him. So she's since been to the races in a benchmark 70 and it was a really on-speed dominated race and she finished off nicely to run fourth, beating two and a half lengths. So... I feel like she's the one that's really going to appreciate the 1500, as is Adelaide. Uh, all Valor led all the way to win over 1400 at Bow Desert. And then Topspur, obviously beaten by a nice horse and Tigers Raw last time out. Um, but still was a maiden, and it pretty much meets them at even weight today. So 4126. Race number two at Eagle Farm, 1200 metres. This is a class six for the Phillies and Mares, and number eight, Kerr Royale. Is the 2.15 favourite here, Bernie? Yeah, that's right, and she deserves to be too. She's got good Sydney form, but I think Jayanti is just low-flying at the moment and very, very strong at 1,200 metres as well. So I'm in her corner over the favourite. Um, Fleetwood Macca, you would think, would profit from perhaps a small field today. Definitely down in grade, I guess, from 85 in the glass house and open handicap, so... She's definitely one for the multiples and crazy train next best, I think. So 7862. Race three is over the 1800 metres. No metropolitan win race. Number seven, Hell of a Deal, is the 380 favourite here. I don't dare not to tip her. How many weeks in a row have I tipped her? She's been scratched every week, Luke. So I'm like, what's going on here? Is there something wrong with her? I did think perhaps a couple of those races, particularly the race where we had the the top weight and then everything else on 54, so it really wasn't a true handicap. I was glad to see her scratched out of that. One thing we do know is she can make her own luck. This race looks to rack, uh, lack tempo. And I'm not really worried. I'm not at all worried, actually, about the month between runs because she's pretty light. She's very athletic. She's a done deal. Um, you know, she's lean and mean. But is, has she been scratched because there's been a problem or they just thought, no, we'll... We're happy to wait. So there are things I don't know about the stable, um, but let's just say I'm not game not to give her because if she runs up to last start, she she will be winning this race. So um, let's hope she hasn't had a problem. Twelve kind wish, brave, be up front for a long while. First go eighteen hundred today. Definitely lucky exchange of full press. So seven, twelve, four, and six. 
What about race four at Eagle Farm today? 2,200 metres for the stayers here. Benchmark 78, four cash me, 385. Cope de Tonier is at 460. And number two, Chernak is at $5. Pretty much the top four, although I've got top boy actually on top, and it's purely a, a weight to measures. Certainly, uh, having a throw up the stumps distance wise with this horse, but last start he was a mile to 2000 in the Kashmir race, and he was sort of flushed out from the half mile widest turn, um, and really fought on well. Like, I, I thought he showed. Extremely good stamina, put it that way. Given that he was a mile to two thousand, you would think he was going to drop off, but he didn't. He was able to keep punching there, and look, the margin was only 0.6 of a length. He's got a five kilo turnaround. The weights on Kashmir here today, but as I say, he's a little bit of a throw at the stumps, given that he's got to run the trip for the first time. So I'm going six to beat four, Chinak and Kudatonair. Race up. Beautiful. Race number five, three-year-old open for the Phillies. Number one, Miss Cooter, is at $2.40 for Bailey Wheeler. Two, Oceans of Energy, four twenty, And number five, Minto's Doro at seven fifty here. I think she's the best horse, the favourite, and I think she can only be better for winning the other day. And I know, you know, everybody sort of wanted to say the player should have won the other day, but he'd done nothing. He'd had a very... Lackluster sort of running transit. He hadn't had to spend anything. She does all. She's one of those fillies that does all the bullocking work up front. That's why I like that she's still six at a thousand metres here, second up. And I love the claim. This kid's riding so well, Bailey Wheeler. So again, there could be lots of speed without her. I don't know. Find my calm was very speedy in the Sunshine Coast in a recent A40 trial. So whether he tries to burn her off, or, or she, sorry, she tries to burn her off uh, at the path, time will tell. But I think. Bailey's got options from two. You know, just jump out and sit. If someone leads you, let them go. If they don't, she leads. So, and as I said, there should be just natural improvement in her after a first up win. So, one to beat nine. She's all magic. Um, probably a good time of year when you're going sort of provincial back to city here. She's um, she's a, a winner rather. Insta good uh, at Bodez at, at her only start. Two oceans of energy. I wasn't sure what to make of that recent trial. I'm a big fan, for sure. The only thing is, both of her wins did come on quite wet tracks. Uh, and five, Mintos Dior is just sort of one of those on paces that'll keep punching on. So, one, nine, two, five. Race number six at Eagle Farm, previewing this uh, program today with Bernadette Cooper, and it's a 1,000 metre, no metropolitan win race. Number four, Hold On Honey, three, in fact, 270 now. 11, Nashira, 340, and the rest here, $10 or longer burning. Yeah, I think it's an O'Day hoisted race. Which one? I'm not really sure. I'm tipping Nishira. He's got no weight today. Although they go to claim on the other bloke as well. So he's only got 54 and a half. Hold on, honey. And um, Nishira has 53 and a half, but with a bit better draw. Um, I think that he was, you know, disadvantaged last start behind Devastating because that was, you know, run at such a controlled speed at the front end that it was quite impossible for the back markers to look impressive, but he did manage to take some ground off them, so yeah, he's just waiting for a slightly easier race, which is what he gets here today. Hold on, honey's been great. He's a faultless little racehorse, but he's hit a grade now where he's not always the star, um, and he'll need plenty of luck from that draw. 
super rare, and then I threw in 17 with QS. So 11, 4, 1, and 17. That's race six. We press on to race number seven, which is the second leg of the Quadrilla, and Zarastro is the 250 favourite for this class six 1,200 metres. I'd be surprised if Tony doesn't win this race, given that he's got three strong runners, but there are a couple of others that could jump into that box as well. I mean, Ned Scully, um, Kanazawa, interestingly, today, because he dropped seven kilos, not that I have him in my mix, but if he won with 52 and a half kilos, I'd say, well, I'm not surprised. And I think we're probably going to see some good improvement from Zuma, California. Not really sure where to fit how I am uh, into the mix. However, I'm sticking with the favourite stunning animal, big and bold, and seems to have found his niche here in Queensland. He's up in grade a touch, but he goes down in weight. So, And I think he can, you know, for a 1,200-metre race, it's not crazy tempo in this race, and that's where he likes to be posied up in the gun spot. So I think he can lead this race. So 10 to beat all that pizzazz, all the stats point beautifully to all that pizzazz today. Uh, mass destruction I thought was brilliant first up, and Ned's Gully's an old favourite. And as I say, there's two or three others you could like as well, 10, 2, 3, 1. It's a great little race, actually. Yeah, it's a beauty, isn't it? Uh, race yeah. number eight is the quality 1,400 metres, and number one, Cepheus is the 370 favourite. Seven, Williamsburg off a nice trial, 420. And five, Fender is at 550. Yeah, I like the group one form here, don't you? Uh, Williamsburg. Um, although not a prolific first up by any means, but he's never really run poorly first up either. And I think his two trials have been beautiful. Um, only Neagle, if I were to try and pick a Neagle, if he hasn't won on a good track yet, but when you look at his good track form, whether it be in the Hobartville or the Rose Hill Guineas, they were both still great runs and behind really good horses. So I'm sticking with uh, Williamsburg here. I'm not sure tactics-wise how they'll want to play it, but it could be a race that might lack a little bit of tempo, so I'm not sure that you want to run him sort of stone-cold here. Um, CPS the danger along with Irish songs who will be fitter today and hot spring gold because he loves the track seven one two eleven. Let's go now to race number nine, which is the last today, and it's over fourteen hundred metres, a benchmark seventy eight, number six our Magnus three sixty favourite, ten star of chaos six dollars and thirteen char of gamer at six fifty. Yeah, I've got all those in my top four, but I'm going to tip Enterprise Mia today and I think um She's a little bit like Baby Bear out of the three bears. You know, she can't go too fast and she can't go too slow. <laughs> she's got to go just the right tempo and she's got to be right distance as well, Luke. So this is the pet distance, 1,500. So last, uh, 1,400, sorry. Last start she went 1,500. It's a little bit too fast. Time before she was 1,350 and she went a little bit too fast. <laughs> last time she went a little bit too slow. <laughs> So I think it's an interesting race because there are actually a couple of other leaders, but I think what they need to take out of the equation is the way this mare wins is the high midsection of the race, the high cruising speed, because she doesn't give much more. Once you straighten up and you ask her to go, she just continues at that one speed. So it is uh, tumultuous to sort of try and get that all exactly right, but what she does get today is um, the perfect trip. And although she doesn't draw all that well, Speed horses drawn wide at the 1400 at Eagle Farm have a phenomenal record. So whether or not um, Winston Smurfield hands up, 
time will tell. Oh, and, and even Star of Chaos, they're your other two leaders. But I think that, as I said, that, that early to mid-high cruising speed that she can have should be used here today to her advantage. So um, she's on top, Enterprise Mia, definitely Star of Chaos. We saw a much improved mare last start. No knock on our Magnus. Just he's a, he's a little bit of a light lad and he's sort of first up two weeks, second up two weeks, third up two weeks. So we'll see how much zip he's got left in those legs today. And I also put um, Charles Gomer in the mix as well. So 9, 10, 6 and 13. You got a best? Yeah, I do. I like um, the second favourite in race two, Jay Anthe. I hope O'Day Horse did have a good day today. Um, and I've also liked Miss Cooter in race five, number one. Have a great day, Bernie. Thanks, Luke. See you. There's Bernadette Cooper. So from one Bernie to another Bernie in Nick Bernie, who's done the form for Kembla, not Kembla Grange, Hawkesbury today. How are you this morning, Nick? Yeah, g'day, Luke. Good everyone to everyone listening in. I'm, mate, I'm up and about. It's the uh, second day of spring. Um, great card there in Sydney at Randwick, but I think it's a really nice supporting card at Hawkesbury. Um, look, rail's back into the true, back onto a good track. Uh, the past two meetings um, with the rail in the true, they've probably just wanted to get off the fence slightly, but it's been pace-related, so I don't want to take too much into that. And I don't think having a wide barrier and going forward is that much of a disadvantage. So really looking forward to the meeting. And hopefully you can find a couple of winners, mate. I'm sure you will, mate. Uh, you're a great judge. So let's launch into it. Good four. First race, 1,400 metres. And uh, market's completely changed here. Six Manhattans, 370 to 280. Two River Tamar. 420 to 290, and the one-time favourite, number eight, Porta Rosa, 215 to 350. I think they probably just got that wrong, that early market. Uh, how did you see it, Nick? Yeah, it's an interesting race to start, but I'm going to be with the six Manhattans on top, so six, eight, two, and four, and I just think she's really ready to win now. She's a real try. She finally gets up to a, a more suitable distance to 1,400 metres and is ready to peak third up. Profiles really well back to her home track, and she was just outpaced there first up at Kembla, but once she balanced up, I, I really like how she hit the line. Then she went to Newcastle a fortnight ago and just began a little bit awkward there, had the race shape against, was crowded for room, but again, she picked up really well, one of the fastest final 200s of the meeting. So everything just screams that the 1,400 metres is, is ideal and she can settle that little bit closer. The eight quarter Rosa now I can see... Um, why it's probably was a little bit easy there. It was dollar forty out to a dollar ninety last start. It was just because it's on that heavy fence and the market really knew there. So I want to be forgiving back to the drier track. It can bounce forward and be hard to beat. The two river Tamards uh, was suited there last start, sitting outside the leader in a slow pace, but sprinted really hard and looks the maps to get all the favours today. So that's probably why the market might be gravitating that way. And the four Madame Rosalind now. I wanted to probably watch this horse today, but I looked through its form, which had three trials, so I think it's wound right up for this and it's ready to run well. But I like the six to start the day, um, six, eight, two and four. Race number two at Hawkesbury, 1,400 metres, made number 13, Waverley, $2. Seven, Fiddler's Green, 440, and eight, High King at 460, Nick. Yeah, I better the day for me, Luke. I think the evens or probably might get to five to four, Waverley. Um, look, he's very well placed here, back to maiden grade on the limit. I thought he was he was okay there first up uh, at Rose Hill. He wasn't suited to that uh, slow pace, but he ran on okay. And just that late market trade and also his sectional profile said he probably needed that run and he's going to bounce off that. And especially he was restrained early. So I think they can be a little bit more positive today. And you only have to go back to last preparation. He started $8.50 in a high rating group three 
fairly handicapped. So if he gets back to anywhere near that figure or effort, that'll make him extremely hard to beat today. The eight high king was 35 days between runs last start at Newcastle. Did have excuses. Started $4 a day. Travelled well, but didn't have much luck in the straight there. And he picked himself up well enough there and sprinted well. And he's another one that could go really forward and maybe just try and lead and be hard to run down. The seven Fiddler's Green, solid debut at this track 16 days ago. He was a nice fourth there behind August Bloom. Pace and bias again, so he can improve. And the six edged in time. Gets the blinkers on, so it might be a big improver. But I really do think Waverley, who might have some spring aspirations ahead of him, uh, should be taking care of these. 13, 8, 7 and 6. Race number three at Hawkesbury is over 2,000 metres. Class one, number three, State of America, $2.70. Horse number four, Our Marianne, or Marianne, is at $2.80. Seven Viking blood at seven and one more mischief at eight. Uh, with the seven Viking blood on top, seven, ten, four and three. And I just thought Viking blood was a little bit of value here. I'm going to spec a couple actually at odds. And I just liked his return first up. It was a high pressure race. He ran on well and then... Just went to Scone over the 1,600 metres and got too far back in an even tempo. But the thing with him is he just didn't handle the turn and he got on the wrong leg. So back to the home track where he obviously does all his work. This might be a big plus for him. And he's one that now has a platform that he can bounce off. Now, spot the faker. It's probably I probably would have liked to see him in the country again, but I think he's around that $31. And I think he's a knockout chance. He's just been completely unsuited in his two last runs, and he was another runner that got pushed extremely wide last start and just had no luck whatsoever. So he finally gets out to the 2,000 metres. The Hawksby long straight looks to suit, and I just marked her much closer to the single figures. The, uh, our Marianne, the four, no knocking in. It was a really nice win there last start at Newcastle, breaking through, travelled well, and was dominant by three and a half lengths. So she's going She's going to be even better next preparation, but the 2,000 looks ideal. And State of America... The only query I had was the price because last time she got out to that, he got out, I should say, to 2,000 metres. She just went a bit keen and, and didn't run it out. So I didn't really want to take the 280 there. So I'm going to spec Viking Blood and spot the faker. Um, just a bit of odds. So 7, 10, 4 and 3. Race 4 is a maiden 1,000. 14 Tories Rose. They bet $9. Now 280 favourite. 9 Uncut Gem 390. 1 Big Shooter 5. And 6 Spirit of Varanasi is at 850. Yeah, the Oval's got here. There's a, a big price they bet. The four, I've got to put the 14 on top, Tories Rose. and So 14, 4, 1 and 9. And I, I really like the trials. And looks a great kickoff start here at Hawkesbury at, at her home stable. Look, she went through the line full of energy in a recent trial. Wasn't extended in a fast time heat. And she just looks to have a little bit of style about her. Just maps to have all the favourites from the inside gate. So I think you have to hold your breath for a little bit. But if she gets out, I think she's going to be very hard to beat. Sepataris is the second pick, resumes off a 163-day break, and it's another one that's tried really well in a strong heat at rare week. Now, he should have won there first up last prep, but another one that didn't handle a tight turning track and wanted to hang out. So he's got figures that can put him in the finish, so he's another leading chance. Uh, another debutant in big shooter. Now, great trial the other morning. Um, Grant Buckley goes on, which will really suit him, and Uncut Gem goes in for fourth. Just has that race experience over a couple of here, and there's a definite chance. But I think Tori's Rose, uh, if it gets the luck, she'll not be hard to hold out. That's uh, race number four. We go now to race number five at Hawkesbury, previewing the meeting with Nick Burney this morning, and it's a three-year-old maiden over a thousand here. Ten Ballroom Bella, two dollars thirty. Eight Bonita Queen, two ninety, and number nine a lot of lip at seven dollars fifty here, Nick. 
Yeah, 8, 10, 18 and 2 here. I'm going to put Benita Queen on the second favourite. Now, she started twos on on debut over the exact track and distance 16 days ago, and I thought her run had a lot of merit. She was up, um, she led at a solid pace and just was given no pace throughout, and I thought she fought on really bravely to the line there, and the horse that beat her was Hampton Court, who subsequently came out and ran really well there at Warwick Farm on Wednesday, so... The other on-pace runners in that race as well faded. So it just added a little bit uh, of merit for mine. So I'm really happy to bonus her. And just, um, I think she's ready to go. And it has that little fitness edge over the 10 ballroom, Bella, who resumes here for 164-day break. Trolled really well and wasn't extended in a recent heat there at Rose Hill. I just want to forget his debut run. I do respect the SP. He did start $5.50, and, which has turned out to be a really strong maiden with the likes of Kamachi and Chris Gilly coming out of it. Barry one looks ready to go, so it has to go in for second pick. The 18, Monte Cruz, um, Brock Ryan and the Price Stable, who've got a great record together. He looks to get the suck run in behind the speed. And Chris Weller's bowline might want further, but uh, it is big odds there as well. So he can run a race. But I want to be with Benita Queen, 8, 10, 18 and 2. Race number six, class one, 1300. Two French Endeavour favourite here, 230. Five, she has attitude, $4.20. Three, Hinch and Jive, 750. Eight or longer, the others here, Nick. Yeah, I'm with five, she ha- has attitude to beat the two, four, and three. And I just went her way simply because uh, the, earlier in the week, there was a lot of, oh, sorry, I should say Friday. There was too much between them. They have come together in the market, but. I think she's the one who represents value where I thought that win that last start at Newcastle was fantastic. She led at a fast tempo and then was still able to spin off that. And that's an attribute I hold in high regard. So I think if she can repeat that effort, I think she's going to be hard to chase down here with the map to suit. And you can tie her form in with French Endeavour. They did um, come up against each other when they were both first up. But she's attitude had an awful setup. French Endeavour had every chance. And... They ran quite similar sectionals home there, and she's attitude actually meets her three kilos better from that day and gets the completely different setup. So I'm going to lean that way. No knock on French Endeavour. It's going to be very hard to beat, dropping back in grade off what was a really honest effort in the Group 2 Silver Shadow, where she did start $26. It just comes down to price for me. But the form is Kent. Uh, looks ready to do something as well, third up. And Hinch and Drive this rock hard bid will take some running down. But I think she has attitudes, a really good bet here uh, in the six. Let's go to race number seven at Hawkesbury. And the market has Satin Star favourite at 225 for this Class 1 1300. How are you handling him? Because he's had a few setbacks through his career, but if he found his best, he takes some beating. Yeah, that's exactly right, Luke. And it's probably why I've just put him in for second pick, because if I'm going to take the 220, I don't really want any ifs and buts. And I thought the value in the race was the six Galetrix coming off a a really strong return there at Newcastle and produced a career peak figure. Now, he did have second last use of the track that day, but when you do it just for the deterioration throughout, he's run really good time and he's just come back improved. I think that just sets up a good base uh, for a really good campaign. Look, he has to come back and do it on the dry, um, which is always a bit of a, a query, but I think there's enough in the price to find out around that $6.50 mark with a favourable map. Look, Saturn Star, as you said, could just come out and blouse this lot because... You have to forget last start. We pulled up lane, started $4.50 in a benchmark 64 at Canterbury. There's big wraps on the horse. So like this trial the other day at Rarewick. But he's always promised ability. It's just the 220 just scares me. Um, so I'm going to go with a little bit more of the value. Uh, Nobel was three wide out on the limb there first up at Newcastle. Had to work in a, 
a fast tempo. And you look back through its profile, it's a big improver second up and gets the senior rider on. So might be a little bit of a target from the stable here. And Spencer Spirit, Barry runs the key for him because he's a bit of a keen goer, so he can just find the rail and look to run them ragged. But I think Skeletrics is on the way up and a little bit of each way value, 6, 1, 3 and 7. That's race number seven, and Nick Burney's thoughts brings us to our last race number eight, and it's a benchmark 68 over 1,400 metres. Number three, Field Weary is the favourite here. Yeah, this race is, for me, I think it's up for the taking. There's no speed whatsoever, and I'd really like to see the eight who I'm going to put on top. Oh, golly gosh, roll forward uh, from that trickier draw, but she's she's settled on the speed in the past, and I think she can do that today. So eight, two, three, and seven, and... Look, it was a good go, oh, oh golly gosh, late in the trade there, first up, Kembla. Seven to five dollars right at the death, and she was restrained from the middle draw, just got into an impossible position, and had to make that run through the inferior ground. And just back at her home track, she has a really strong record, so I'm expecting really good improvement here second up, and I really hope they just roll forward. And I think the eight dollars in the last is a great way to finish your day. The great Houdini uh, runs a suit last start at Newcastle, but like how he hit the line running second to Memoria, he beat the rest easily that day, has uh, good late strength. Um, gets to the 1,400 for the first time. I don't think that'll be an issue. His profile says he'll definitely be able to do that. And he can sprint off the slow and fast tempos. Field weary, checked and blocked in a high-rating midway there last start. And its last few bounds had a little bit of merit. has a very strong SP for um, this grade, multiple winning figures. And it was hard to get away from it, but just, again, the price. And the seven-loving Silla. It's always been one of mine. It's got me in many times, this horse. But staying at the 1,400, I would have liked to send it go up in trip. But I think we can finish the day with, oh, golly gosh, each way. And hopefully they roll forward from the wider gate. You got a best, mate? Yeah, I think in, in the second race, Waverley should be hard to beat. And in the last, oh, golly gosh, each way will be my value. Have a good day there today, Nick. Thanks, Luke. You too. There's Nick Burney covering Hawkesbury for us. There's a late scratching in the highway. Race two, uh, horse number 18, Diamond Carrot, has just come out. A late scratching race two, number 18. Stick around. Three past ten. Racing HQ Saturday. Coming up next it is Behind the Gates. The panel will join me. Darren Flindell, Brad Davidson and Andrew Hurley coming up next. Racing HQ, brought to you by Bet's Friends on the Tab app. Follow the Racing HQ Bet's Friends team for all the team's tips. What are you really gambling with? Don't whinge and whine about the traffic. Think of the wine you'll have at home. A glass of Windy Peak Cabernet Sauvignon by De Bortoli, of course. Here's the traffic. Bunnings can help you unleash your garden's potential with a wide range of power gardening tools. Shop great value on mowers, line trimmers and more. Online or at your local Bunnings. Sydney at Castle Ray, Castle Ray Road at Cranbrook Road, a multi-vehicle crash affecting all directions. Glebe Roadworks impacting Bridge Road both ways between Taylor Street and Wentworth Park Road till 5pm. And in Brisbane, Newstead Works are affecting both ways on Evelyn Street. Also Wollongabba Roadworks eastbound on O'Keefe Street at O'Keefe Street. This September, Bob Jane Tiermarts have great Buy three, get one free, plus instant cashback deals. With 30 stores located in New South Wales, they'll look after you. T's and C's apply. I am Luke Germain, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. Sydney's greatest racing carnival is here. Be trackside for thrilling racing, live music and the world's richest race on turf for Tab Everest. Revel in Sydney's glorious spring for fun, food and fashion. Sydney Everest Carnival, September 16 to November 11. Book now at theracers.com.au. 
24-hour fold cover for 24-hour-a-day peace of mind. Options for life-saving surgery cover and the extended fold policy until the 2025 yearling sales or with HQ's renewal extension clause. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more. Be sure, insure with HQ. Hello, Frank Walker from National Time. Frank, you've been advertising on radio for over 25 years now. Yep, radio has built the National Tiles brand. Why has it been so effective? Well, radio builds trust. They trust our brand. It's helped make us the largest family-owned tile company in Australia. Your lifetime guarantee. Frank, you had me at hello. <laughs> That's the power of radio, Grace. Discover the unlimited ways radio can build trust in your brand at commercialradio.com.au. Radio Unlimited. Kosciuszko, the world's richest country race, is back and gives you the chance to win a share in $2 million in prize money. To enter, buy a $5 Kosciuszko ticket at your local or on the tab app. The Kosciuszko. Tickets on sale now. New South Wales residents only. Ticket sales close 11.59pm, 6 of September 2023. Visit thecosiosco.com.au for details. New South Wales permit number GOCSC forward slash 1058. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Introducing the car sales car of the year, the all-electric Kia EV6. With up to 528 kilometres of range, the Kia EV6 is leading the charge. And with its ultra-fast charging technology, Technology. You can charge from 10 to 80% in as little as 18 minutes. The Kia EV6, car sales, car of the year. Find out more at kia.com.au or drop in to your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift, get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand with a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options. Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Get a Toyota forklift. Missing your daily dive into the sporting smorgasbord? The BSB is back Monday with the latest local and international sport and racing, plus your calls and texts. The Big Sports Breakfast, Monday morning from 5.30. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Down to the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Welcome everyone to Behind the Gates for another Saturday. Hope you've had a great week and we've had a good show already this morning. Plenty of highlights uh, and plenty of highlights ahead to discuss. Nature Strip, he's back. Eduardo's back. And then we've got these new kids on the block, so to speak. The likes of In Secret challenging for perhaps an Everest berth. How will these old-timers come back? Have they still got a little bit of kick left? We'll find out. The tramway is another highlight uh, at the Randwick meeting today. And the three-year-old fillies do their thing in the Furious Stakes. Let's introduce the panel for another week. Darren Flindell is in the broad box at Royal Randwick, gearing up for a big day behind the binoculars. Darren, good morning to you. Yes, good morning, 
morning to you as well, uh, Luke. Ramwick's looking an absolute picture out here. A little bit breezy and uh, at the moment it's a bit on the cool side. Still only 15 degrees and I think the high today will be 19. So for those coming out of the track, I'd certainly be bringing uh, a jacket as the wind is coming up from the from the southwest. But yes, as you uh, touched on, a real big watch on Nature Strip today um, in another preparation in the Concord Stakes. He's certainly been trialling well enough. Eduardo, who's now 10, he's had one trial. There was nothing wrong with that. Tell you what, I was gutter when Zapatea was scratched this morning at 7.30. <laughs> I was going with Zapatea. I thought she could spring an upset. I'm not sure what's happened there. I thought it was all full steam ahead for her running today. Yeah, I wonder, Darren, what has happened uh, with Zapatea? Maybe there's another option for her, but certainly she added to the interest of that race, and we'll discuss the Concorde in depth absolutely on the show this morning if you've got a text or a query for the panel 0419-767-272 is the number darren mentioned it's a bit chilly today last week on the show andrew hurley was telling us how he had been ocean swimming preparing for the spring <laughs> carnival hurls is that a bit fresh for you this morning good morning uh yeah morning luke once again darren and brad uh yeah too cool this week mate but um come on, just actually was only looking at the forecast for the remainder of the week tuesday i might get a uh Women, but uh, yeah, <laughs> he's a bit soft, our man. He doesn't like the cold temp, do you, Hurls? <laughs> no, uh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, you just, uh, you're, you're glad you did when you get out oh. because it's so refreshing, but yeah, she's chilly in. Darren, did you have something no. to add there? Yeah, I was just going to say, no glory, glory last night. I thought he might have oh. jumped in the sea. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear, Darren. Darren. Oh. You knew it was coming, though. Sorry, Yeah, I know. Yeah, I actually I just said to my missus, she goes, how are you? And I said, look, I'm almost over it, but I said, I've just got to get through uh, this show because I know I'm going to cop it from the outset. So, oh, look, what do you say? It's just a really disappointing season. So, but they'll, um, they'll do a review, work out what's wrong and hopefully fix it. Yes, unfortunately, South's uh, eliminated. And, Darren, a, a meek end to the poor West Tigers last night as well. Um, gee, look, it's, mm. it's hard to watch when a team's getting annihilated like that, I've got to say. And even the, the salt in the wound, Manly are holding up their last pass <laughs> to offer up the tries to whoever was next in line or on a duck egg for the season. So at oh. least the West Tigers did the courtesy of helping <laughs> some Manly players avoid the nudie run this season, Darren. That, uh, that was the ultimate insult, <laughs> oh, having to... Two tries are scored like that. And I was I was sparing a thought for those that had their last try scorer to go down Kerry oh. Evans and thought there would be people up ending places right now that had <laughs> DC as the last leg as, as a try scorer, but ultimately he, he nicked one. Absolutely. And, uh, interesting. Manly enough were allowed allowed four forward passes in their tries last night, all undetected. Darren, you're well, right. There was one. There were some was shockers, weren't there? There was one that was dead set at least two metres forward. Well, Hamali Alakawatu's one when he flicked the ball to, who was it? I can't remember, but it was it was dead set forward, gentlemen. Oh. Anyway, they, they can't bring in the technology gut, though, because that'll open a real can of worms, Darren. When you've got a touch judge that's standing right in oh. front of it, you think, well, what, what is going on? Seriously. <laughs> and you never see the touch judges anymore. I remember back in the day, the commentators would give them stick just to say they wanted to be, see their melon on TV, mm. but you just never see it. Let's bring Davo in, Brad Davidson. Welcome back to Behind the Gates. Yeah, I thought it was going to take half an hour to get to you, boys. There you go, mate. You missed the kick. First brought... thing, first thing I've got to say is, Hells, come on, you're flat as a biscuit this morning. <laughs> Lift at least your footy team of choice. 
at least your footy team had choice. You're not cheering on them last week to, to lose, to get the wooden spoon so we get the number one pick. My season was over about 16 weeks ago with the West Coast <laughs> Eagles, so at least you were still in it to the last game. There was one game with the West Coast Eagles during the year that the line was 81 and a half. Now, I forget who they played. It got covered as well. Uh, boys, big news last week. Uh, we didn't cover on, on the show. Charlatan, uh, a seven-length winner <laughs> up there in Singapore. Davo, you would have, that would have warmed your heart to see him bolt in like that. I did have a smile on my face, yeah. I copped a fair bit of criticism around him, but uh, ridden with intent and absolutely bolted in. But anyway, that's, uh, look. Hey, Davo, it won't be the last time you cop a spray uh, as part of your role. I think that is your role, isn't it, to be no, that exactly. little bit controversial and say it how it is and call it how it is. And you'll get some right, you'll get some wrong. I'm, I'm quite 100%. comfortable that I probably got that one right. They're a bit weaker. Yeah, the way he won, <laughs> the way he won, he might be Singapore's first representative in the 2024 Everest. <laughs> <laughs> well, he hasn't got long to make his name up there anyway. Mm. Um, it's a sad state of affairs up there, but that's another mm -hmm. topic. Well, yeah. well, that's the interesting part. Uh, with Singapore closing down... Uh, he might go to Malaysia. In, in about two years, he might come back here. <laughs> he just might, Darren. He just might. Uh, how's this track going to play today, Brad? Soft five at the moment and uh, certainly a nice day ahead. Yeah, I think it's a nice day, four-metre rail. I think it'll be a pretty fair track. I think, if anything, um, the the recent sort of data with this position would say running line and edging off the fence. So that's what I'm going with. Um, generally, the rail can go out at Randwick and you're pretty good. Um, Rose Hill's a different story. But, uh, yep, I think it'll be fair, if not just a bit off the fence. Let's get into it, guys, and let's start with the Concorde because um, there is just so much to talk about here, and I'm going to do it a bit different this week just in regards to this race. Um, we're going to go around the grounds and discuss each horse individually as far as the main talking points in the race, and we'll start with Nature Strip, Darren. Uh, what a horse he's been. He has polarised opinion through his career. We've loved him. We've hated him. We've admired him. <laughs> we've been in awe of him in some of his performances when he's just gapped world-class fields. He's represented his country overseas and won at Royal Ascot. Uh, he's a marvellous horse. He's now nine. His form dropped off a little bit last preparation. Mm. What's he going to do today, Nature Strip? Couple of things. Um, typically when a lot of horses do make the trip overseas to the Northern Hemisphere, I find they can have a hangover that can last for 12 months. Mm. Now, I know he came well, back... I had that one I did my up. Europe trip, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> it did yeah. lie. It's still here. <laughs> Extended jet lag. <laughs> I know he won first up... Um, last year. It was the shorts. It uh, was his first up assignment, but then he was winless uh, thereafter. The only thing I can say is, watching him trial, I can't fault his trials. He's working with a lot of enthusiasm, so I'm expecting a very big run out of Nature Strip. Brad Davidson, what's your take on Nature Strip? Well, I think you can take a few different uh, theories, couldn't you? One is he's gone, like he's nowhere near where he was, um, but he probably doesn't need to be to win this race with all respect to his rivals. Um, I wasn't as wrapped with the trials. I didn't like the way he missed the jump. And he's always a fast horse. He's always going to trial well. But I, I was a bit more negative on him because he missed the jump in that second one. Um, I think the other key, though, is that, like, in, in the last few years, they've been able to just bring him up slowly, slowly, because he didn't have to worry about the Everest. He was an automatic lock. He was mm. the favourite and was always going to get a slot, and if not, already locked in where this year it's like he has to come out and actually do it and show that he's still got it. So maybe they've got a bit more intent there first up today. Um, sting out of the track, 1,000 metres. He's a great chance, but 
Kids to race with a thousand queries. I was actually with Darren. I, I thought Zapatea. I had her on top, um, but yeah, I was disappointed to see her scratch this morning as well. Mm. Andrew Hurley, what are your thoughts on Nature Strip, and how much money is there for him? Because he was two sixteen or two fifteen earlier today, and he's just starting to soften up now. Yeah, I personally, I think. I mean, I, I think. I'll spit this out in a moment. I think if he wins today, which I think he'll go awfully close, it's probably his last win. I just think there's too many kids, new kids on the block emerging. But an absolute champion, Nature Strip. But, uh, yeah, I think it's his final chance to, to win another race. That's our thoughts on Nature Strip. I think Brad made a point that I agree with, that he will be... It's, it's chips in today to see if he's oh. still got it. They won't have left a stone unturned. He's had the long spell. He's had a great build-up. I disagree with your comment about him missing the start, Brad. I think that that's been a part of his career his whole life, being that little bit slow, and then he musters. So I don't think that's a, a, a point to... Not always. Uh, Not he, always. He can miss it. He's, he's always thrown in a, a tardy jump here and there. Yeah, but it's never ideal to have that at the last trial before you first start because you don't want to be missing it today. Like, you know, you just don't want to do that. But, look, you'll probably get across anyway. But I never loved horses mm. that missed the jump over a 1,000 metres. Indeed. Um, I think he's drawn the right barrier. We can all agree on that. Mm. Yes, Next, he's just going to roll yeah. forward. Next cab off the rank, in secret. <laughs> Brad, is she a 1,000 metre horse? Not at all. Not at all. Um, I think James Cummings said the same thing during the week. I actually thought... He thought that uh, Zapatea was a better chance than in secret the way he spoke um, in an interview I heard during the week. So, well, look, I, I think it's too short for her. I think her trials have been fair at best um, for a 1,000 metre. Like, they're fine for seven furlongs and, and six furlongs, but for a 1,000 metres, they weren't anywhere near sharp enough for mine. So I thought you had to take her on. Um, yeah, all the peaks have been down there at Flemington Strait as well, apart from, you know, the odd run uh, here. Obviously, she's run some crackers here too, but her, her definite peaks have been the Flemington Strait. So I just thought this wasn't her race today. Class horse, but not today. What about you, Darren? In the full field, I, I had serious reservations about In Secret. Now, the more I'm looking at it, now we're down to eight starters and some have got absolutely no hope. Um, I still think she's against it over this 1,000 metres today, but she might just simply win on class uh, In Secret. But, no, I'll be going with Nature Strip on top today. Any money for her, Hells, In Secret? Uh, no, no. Uh, I would suggest that... Uh, she will get out, and for what it's worth, I've made it the lay of the day. Beautiful. Um, luckily, you're not making the calls, though, for the actual lay of the day, right? <laughs> oh, well, that's right. <laughs> Always like to give my opinion. <laughs> we, we value it. Don't worry. Eduardo. Oh, harsh from our man Nick here on the panel. Oh, gee, a boom, boom. Oh, gee, that's harsh, Nick. Our man, early for that. He's had a rough night overnight, Hells. Look after him. New toys come out. Yes, yes. We still got to bed early. That was a good thing. If we had a one, I probably would yeah. have stayed up. Maybe had a couple more, but I was straight to bed. On the sound effects too, guys, they will feature in our early crow segment a little bit later when we review our performances last week. Looking forward to that a little bit later. And listeners, if you've got an early crow for us for today, fire them through as well. We will do that at the end of the show after we release the multi for today. Eduardo, uh, harsh text on the text line from the critic here uh, about Nature Strip and Eduardo. I think they should all be relaxing in a paddock sharing a note. Agreed, I suppose. Um, I disagree with the critic. Uh, these are race horses. These are sound race horses. Uh, both are sh still showing their trainers and owners the zest for being out there. He's won a barrier trial, Eduardo. 
Um, I think he deserves one more crack to see if he's still got it. If he underperforms today, he'll be retired. No doubt about it, Darren, but um, mm. he's a gelding, he's a racehorse, he's only had 34 starts. Joe Pride told me on radio this morning that nothing the horse is doing in his mannerisms, in his work, in how he looks is, is showing him he's 10. He's still keen to do it. And I really hope we see the real Eduardo today because uh, that would be a show to see him and Nature Strip lock horns at the furlong like they've done so many times before. He's going to give his backers a fair bit of excitement today, you'd think. Just jump, lead off the inside, show a good kick up the rise, and then we'll see if he can see it out. He's got a good record in this race. In fact, he hasn't won since he, he won first up in the Concord last year, but he, his fresh record's uh, brilliant. And Nashville has just got an outstanding record on Eduardo. Whether he can win, I'm not sure, but he's going to go out at a very good price for his legion of followers. Um, yeah, I'm certainly not potting him in the company uh, that they're, they're in today. Um, you know, once we move further down the track, things are going to be completely different. But this is a very shallow Concord Stakes. Are you writing him off, Brad, Eduardo? Well, look, I firstly want to address that text. Spare me. I mean, come on. We're talking about two of the best horsemen in Australia, Chris Waller and Joe Pryor. They're not going to race these horses on if they're, they're showing they don't want to be there. They're, they're, I totally agree with you. They're racehorses. Eduardo's almost won a challenge stakes last preparation, you know, like... And, and they want to go put him in a, say, go have a paddock. And, yeah, come on, like, what, what are we talking about? You want to retire every horse after one start and put him in a paddock then? Like, I just don't. I did not understand that argument whatsoever. But, um, look, I thought his recent trial was OK. I didn't think it was great, the last sort of 50 metres. But I like what they've, they've said, this preparation. They said sort of, we'll come back. We don't, we don't want to target the Everest in races like that. I don't think anyway. I'm pretty sure I read that a while ago saying, you know, we want the second tier races. We want the yep. fresh. We want it. We know where he sits now, and it's smart, isn't it? It's like it why is. why have a crack at the, the big ones? Less less cherry pick and less find the sort of races. We know how good he is fresh. I don't want to write him off. I, I would have liked to see more in the recent trial. I think he's well found, and but I, I don't want to say he can't win because I just he's very very good, Joe, and he'll have this horse cherry ripe for races like this. He'll he'll know, you know, and a thousand meters, a little bit of softness out of the ground, Nash. It's, yeah, I mean he's going to run well, I think, and I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to sit here and, and pot him. Um, that's for sure. Yeah, Hurls, any imagine money if the Sorry, imagine no. if the two of them weren't running. Oh, all the talk would be about what a low race it is. Uh, spot on. Exactly. Spot yeah. on. Look at the interest this yeah. is creating. It's good for racing hills. Yeah, it is. Um, I like Remark. I think Remark, a thousand metres, suits it down to the ground. I can see it just stalking the speed there and finishing over the top. I just can't take, I oh, know it was only benchmark 94, but uh, I can't uh, get out of my mind that first up performance last uh, campaign. Mm-hmm. I carried 62 kilos, and uh, yeah, I just think it would be cherry ripe. I think the Hawks stables starting to uh, just uh, starting to churn out a few winners, which they generally do at this time of year as well. So, for what's worth, I'm pretty keen Remark. He gets a bit of weight off the big dogs too, Brad, does Remark, and he fits in. He does. He's first up braiding last prep with the weight adjusted here down to 56 is outstanding. Um, mm. Mind a little nigger with him. Is he, is he one of those horses that, that you know, small, small fish, uh, what is it, small fish, Big fish, small pond. Um, he seems to, when he's back in that benchmark level, seems to get the job done. And then when he steps up against the big guns, he seems to go missing a little bit. But um, I, I agree. I think he's, he's got to be a terrific chance here if he gets a bit of luck on the map. I don't think sitting wide over the thousand is much of an issue. And I think he's got a, a great chance. I probably would have preferred 1,100 for him. But um, I think he's, uh, yeah, I think he's right in the mix for sure. 
Won't he be straight to third here, Brad? Just tag across with Nature Strip and park third, mm. fourth? You'd think so, wouldn't you? And like I said, yeah. even if you're three wide, one yeah. turn, it doesn't really matter, does it? Darren, uh, your, your yeah, I think in the, in the absence of Zapateo, uh, who I was really keen to, to play today to, to beat the big wigs, I've now got to give Remark some consideration. Um, as Hurl's touched on, carrying 62 first up in the previous preparation, that was quite a brave win. And if he's just there sitting third behind the big wigs, if they're getting tired up the straight, he might just be in the right spot to pounce. I recall that race as well. It was a benchmark, not, benchmark 94, so apprentices could claim, and uh, it might have been back in Hainsey's day, um, Luke, when he was hosting the show, I remember saying at the time, like, they could have, you know, engaged a, uh, an apprentice, but they chose to, to carry the 62, which showed a fair bit of intent. So, yeah, again, as I said, I think it's an absolute super chance today. In two words or less, who wins the Concord, Brad? Nature Stripe. Strip, you mean? <laughs> right. Oh, 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 don't <laughs> be planting those seeds. <laughs> yeah, Darren, two words or less. Who wins the Concord? Nature Strip. Hurls? Remark. I'm Nature Strip as well. I, uh, I'm with the, uh, the big dog today. We move on. Uh, last one on that one before we go. An early, early crow from Newman. Uh, Eduardo goes good today. He may go to Melbourne for the provincial Group 1 Moyer Stakes. <laughs> if he goes well today, harsh, Newman, very harsh, but you might be spot on. He may well target a race like that. We go to the Chelmsford next, race number eight. And, Hurls, tell us about the move for Montefilia here. Yeah, well, mate, I cannot believe that uh, we went up as much as $7.50. Now, one punter with a keen eye had 2000 at seven fifty on Wednesday afternoon, and... Mm decided to go again and had 2000 at $6.50. It's now into two eighty three seventy this morning. This has been a really, really good go. Not surprising. Everything else has drifted, including thinking over 270 out to $3.20. No eight fifty to 9 back to eight fifty. Jewess, 8 to eight fifty. And we've got Lindemann, 11 to 12 Question without notice. Brad and Darren, you can chime in also. Luke, obviously. Mawanga. What's it tailed off last start, and we've got it in single figures. I think the yeah, fact is today he might just get that suck run on the inside, although some of his biggest runs is when he's worked hard and he worked hard there first up. But the, I think the concern is he was gone before they even got to the corner. Darren, can I jump in? I just thought uh, they got it wrong at the start. I mean, Clippo revved him up, tried to go forward. He's never... He's never been effective doing that, and he was four wide punching the breeze. So, yeah, look, mm. it's, it was worrying, the fact he dropped out, but I think you can forgive him, Brad. I really do. He was, I believe, uh, look, a similar price in the in that wink stake, so I want to sort of trust that, that SP that he can bounce back here. Yeah, it's a funny one, because if he got beaten three lengths, I would have been more worried than if he got beaten seven lengths, which makes no sense whatsoever, but... I treat those sort of runs like pen jobs because I'm like, well, clearly he wasn't happy that day. Something wasn't right. It was just too bad to be true, right? We know what sort of horse he is. He's definitely not at that level. And you could say that we're quietly confident that he's not at that level this preparation because he finished right alongside think it over in a trial and produced the best trial we've ever seen from him winning a trial. So he's clearly come back fine. He's just maybe lost sight of the bunny and gone, nah, not today, I can't be bothered. Um, or just something's not you know, quite right. He, you know, they, they can't talk to us, can they? Sometimes they just put in shockers. So um, I'm confident that he'll run a lot better today. He's going to be more aggressive from the inside. Tyler Schiller's just going to have to know that 
he's a hard ride, you know. You need to get into him at the 600 and get him going and give him some room, which so that low draw is not ideal. But um, I think he'll run a, a lot better, and I can definitely see him winning the race. Um, on wow. on top for me, but short enough now. Mm. Um, look, I'm not convinced. I heard a lot of analysis this week saying drag back from the, the wide draw fresh and, and savage the line. Did savage the line, but I'm not convinced she was dragged back at all. I think she missed the start. So that's got to be a little concern in the back of my mind. Is she going to jump out of the barriers? I always say when they miss it once, um, you know, that they can make a bit of a habit of it. So that's the concern for me. But if she gets into a midfield spot, she'll be hard to hold out. No surprise to see a little drift on Think It Over. He's second up, long break. I thought he was okay fresh, but um, I thought Montefilli was a better run in the race. But, um, yeah, again, fascinating race. Even Lindemann can jump out of the ground. He pulled up coughing there fresh. What price have you marked um, Moanga, Brad? About nine, eight dollars, yeah, around yeah, there. Okay. Oh. Hard one to mark because I could easily mark him five dollars, and I could mark him twelve or thirteen, depending on you know how harsh you're going to be. So I went in the middle. I think you will get double figures for it. Mm. I can see him getting a, a really good run behind the pace here today. Mawonga without having to do all that work he did first up, and let's bear in mind, second up last preparation, he ran third to Animo, beaten a length and a half in the Group 1 uh, Chipping Norton. Just going down them, think it over. There's obviously got to be some improvement in him considering how far he was off the scene, but that's the question, Mark. Uh, what level of improvement will be in, in think it over today? Certainly one of the class runners. Pace in the race is good. Um, so I was focusing on the mares down the bottom. And every time I, I watched the replay of the last 400 metres with Montefilia down the outside and Dewis ducking and weaving and getting all over heels and then hitting the line really well. I thought there was not much between the finishes of Dewis and Montefilia there. There's a lot between them in the market today, so I'm going to give Dewis uh, an each-way chance there at the price. Um, I have to say, when she won that big race, the group won at Newcastle when the Rose Hill meeting was transferred there that day, I thought oh, this is one of our future stars of, of racing, Dewis, and she hasn't she hasn't gone to that next level, but anyway, I like the first up run, and I'll stick with her today. Yeah, there was a text about her uh, wanting the panel's opinion, so there's Darren's thoughts on Dewis. Um, most definitely can run a, a bold race, and a, a listener asked about Lindemann. Dave o made the point that he was coughing last start, so I think if you back Lindemann at his most recent run, you could probably back up, and guys, just on Think It Over... Uh, I always got to check myself too at the moment, Darren. With think about it, uh, gee, that's be if they ever strike the same race, uh, that'll be endless mm. torture uh, trying to get those <laughs> two spat out correctly. But it's not uh, it's not beyond the realms of possibility no. they could clash one day. <laughs> and on him, guys, I, I think the flat second up. I know he had 497 days, but they just went too slow for that to be a gut buster for him. They went 11 lengths below. Uh, I, th I thought it was just a nice return for him, and I think he'll race. I think he'll race really well. Um, it's always in the back of your mind, but I think he's had a nice long preparation and build-up that he should be sweet. Uh, we move to the Furious. It is race number six on the program. Text here, gents, I think Autumn Ballet gets a fairly easy lead and will be hard to run down. Your thoughts, that from Cranky Old Bear, Davo. Well, look, she, she was in the right spot the other day, wasn't she? But she won the race. I'm convinced it's the, the better lead-up. Um, we've seen the Rosebud form the average time and time again so look oh, they all tie into each other last preparation no doubt but I think she's going to get a, a lovely run on the map again and, and be right there in the finish I, I went with Kamachi though I just think she'll be a little bit closer I thought she was probably the run of the, the race in the 
in the in that lead up, and um, I thought she might be able to turn the tables on Autumn Ballet. Um, I think Tizzy Invincible still got to go in there. That the camp seemed pretty bullish about her chances. David used to suggest she gets their best chance of the day on radio during the week. So uh, I've got to keep her in there. But um, I think it's a, I think she's a little bit overplayed, guys. Still, I, I know they walked here the other day, but I wasn't wow with that performance. And like I said, I thought it was a terrible race as a whole. So. Um, but back to 56, you know, carry the 58 there. She's got to be in there and, and Autumn Ballet. And I thought the best roughie was Mumbai Muse. Um, you know, it was on the wrong part of the track there, fresh. The dry track's going to suit today. And if the inside holds up OK, it might be the, the way to play the race out wide. A little nibble Mumbai Muse, perhaps. Yeah, I think um, she'll probably be one to focus on in the next leg. Um, when, we, when we get up to 1,400 metres with Mumbai Muse. And... I'm a big rap on Kamachi, very big rap, but I want to be on her in a fortnight uh, over 1,400 metres. She can still win this today. She went so close. Looking at the map, uh, well, Waterhouse and Bot, they control at very little speed there is in the race, really, don't they, with Autumn Ballet? I reckon they'll go forward today on Platinum Jubilee um, in a more forward role. And Amazonian Lass, number nine, she drew the nine in the Silver Shadow and got a long way back and then went right up the inside. And I thought she attacked the line really well considering she wasn't on the best ground, Amazonian Lass, and she was beaten less than two lengths there at the finish. Uh, she was just on the heels of Mumbai Muse, who I thought had a much better run into the race than Amazonian Lass did. So at the price she's going out at, I'm going to make her my each-way pick in this race today. Betting-wise, Hurls, much doing here? Yeah, the market's flipped here. We've got Tiz Invincible. It's now a favourite at $3.80. Uh, Komochi has been the favourite all week. We went up as much as four sixty for it. Uh, it's now three eighty to $4.00. Uh, Autumn Ballet, four forty to four dollars, and then when, yeah, as I said, Tis Invincible now four dollars into three eighty. Uh, Brad Gray was pretty keen on cigar flick this morning, fellas. Thoughts on it? Thought it was the run of the race in the uh, in the Rosebud. Definitely got home strongly, but as I've said, I'm just not convinced about that race. Um, she's pretty well exposed, but six closer, not not hopeless for sure. I think the, the roundway track will suit her with a good finish that she produces. Um, yeah, I, I thought she was one of the, the better runs there in the in the Rosebud. I think she'll be hitting the line really well, Cigar Flick. That's the Furious Stakes. Uh, just a little segue here. Luke, I see your partner in crime, Dave Stanley's tips, are in the Sydney Morning Herald today. Shouldn't there be a health warning asterisk <laughs> on those? Harsh but fair. <laughs> to that listener, Darren, I would have thought... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I reckon he's we'll invoicing we'll Stanley, have to have a surely. Mm. So there you go, Doesn't folks. he get around? Oh. Every time I turn the radio, he's in a different town this week. He's the best. Race number nine and a text about going global in the tramway stakes. Hey, guys, uh, J-Mac riding glo going global as opposed to taking the ride on Olentia. Thoughts there? I think that would be a, a Wait. weight thing. Uh, James can't get down to the 54 at the moment. He's actually struggling to make the 56 today because he hasn't had the same preparation he normally would with that fall yesterday. So we're waiting to hear, Brad, if he's actually going to fulfil his 56-kilogram engagements. Um, yeah, sorry, Luke, just to interrupt, mate. He, um, From all reports, he's going to be sweet to ride everything and the Jockey's Challenge market is back open and he's the delayed favourite. Great. Thank you so much for that, Hill. So there we go. Uh, going global, though, Brad, it has trialled quite well. It's not hopeless. 
Yeah, I thought the trials were solid. Um, seems a bit of a hothead, this mare, so I think mm. the parade's all important and how she handles that. Um, <clears throat> you know, she did start 30-1 to 1 in, a, in a Doncaster and was lapped there. I, I like to see them come out and actually do it before I back these types of horses, particularly at sort of, you know, not getting 50s or anything. But I, I can see people making a, a definite claim, claim there and Chris Wallace seemed bullish enough during the week. So um, I wouldn't talk you out of it if you like that. I'd like to see her in the yard, uh, how she parades going global, but as of right now, I can't have a bar of her. Uh, they took her out to Canterbury uh, for a day out a couple of weeks ago, and she just had a, a run around the track. You should have seen the state of her. When she came out of the tie-up stalls and down in the yard, oh, my goodness, she was an absolute mess. She hardly did any work that day, and they just took her home. So that's, that's several weeks ago. You'd, if you're going to entertain her, you need to have a look in the yard because that was horrible viewing at Canterbury that day. I'd love it if someone just turned the radio on and they just caught the back end of this. Um, oh, she was an absolute mess. You should have seen her. We're talking about horse. Horses, aren't we, Darren? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We don't no want to be from the party the other night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We don't want to be uh, intruding upon anybody. But, uh, Hurls, look, uh, $18 at the moment going global. Is there any, any money around for this uh, mare and hoping that she can parade and relax today? Yeah, I think the J-Mac factor has a lot to do with the move. It opened up at $51 on Wednesday afternoon. It's $18. Not huge money for it, but they've chipped away at it this morning. It's been 17 to 18 but as I said, $51 when the market first opened. So what wins this tramway, guys? Brad, is Alentia going to bolt this in and then make herself a real Epsom chance, or, or what do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think she's a good thing. Uh, close to a good thing. Probably a good thing. Um, I'm kind of, you know, uh, t to be honest, I just wanted, I mean, I wish the tab would make up their mind and work out what they're doing with the price. It's already been 225 out of 240 into $1.90 out of $220. I mean, come on, guys, you bookmakers, or what are you doing? Um, like fair income in the, in the fair income department. But uh, look, she was outstanding first up, and a lot of people say she beat nothing, she beat Tri State, sure, but. I'm not convinced our better sort of group one, group two horses that are in this race, I'm not convinced they're actual superstars. You know, you look at you look at our rankings in the world at the moment, we've got, what, one horse in the top 20 or 30. Um, I think our racing probably hasn't been sort of thinner in, in that respect for a while. And I think she's the, the new kid on the block. She, you know, she's... Uh, her rating first up's two lengths clear of these, and I think she can improve on it. And the reason I say that is she jumped, you know, fourth, fifth, and had to go back to last, circle the field at Rose Hill with 58 and just went crunch and we've seen the form out of the race stack up with two winners out of it already. Now she can land in the first four or five with 54 on her back and I know she's out of the, the weight scheme here in the benchmark ratings but I think she's just on the up here. I think she's a group one horse and I think she'll be winning today. I thought she was a good thing and I thought Zarek was the danger. I, I loved his trials. I love his fresh win last prep and I think if you're looking for a roughy, I think he's the roughy of the day probably from a you know, a half unit sort of by two unit more the place play because I think Alentia is too good. Yeah, I'll be with her as well. I'd love that win there at Rose Hill. It was it was rather arrogant, wasn't it? Uh, uh, McDonald wasn't perturbed about putting a three wide early. He just wanted to make sure that he was in a moving line and he could go around the field when he needed to and she just rounded them up and won very impressively. Not easy to do there at Rose Hill these days, so a mare on the way up. I've got her on top. Um, I think Pericles is going to get a very 
very soft lead in this. I can't find any pace. I think Pericles just lobs there, and I thought everything panned out well to win the spring preview at Rose Hill last time, but with a soft lead, I think Pericles is very dangerous today. And my Obron, I'd uh, certainly be giving a good look at this if you're looking for one at odds. thought he's really strong through the line on a trial here recently. He's got a very good fresh record. He hasn't raced since his trip to Hong Kong, but I liked his trial here at Ramwick on the 15th, and he'd be my value inclusion in the race. Um, yes, Arex trial was, was quite nice, wasn't it, behind... Uh, um, inequality. Yeah, it tried well. Madam Pomery, she's come out now, hasn't she? So, uh, yeah, that, that were my picks there. I, I think Alentia wins, but Pericles could get a very soft time of it up front and my over on the value. Yeah, Zarex rider Andrew Adkins uh, had a birthday during the week. Guys, don't be fooled. He's He's not 15. Uh, he's a, a little bit older. Uh, don't, be, don't be fooled. The great man. So happy birthday uh, to the mighty Randall uh, partnering Zarek. What a good pair they are today, Darren. Zarek and Adkins, hey? Absolutely, yes. Um, and it's good to see uh, Andrew sort of yeah, staying out of harm's way as well. That's uh, He's had a checkered career, hasn't he, with the, with the bad incidents that have happened. Very well said. Uh, guys, a couple more texts here. A listener, Cheryl from Canberra. Wanted to ask us about Verona in race number five, Darren. Um, gee, it was a win last start. Was Are we worried that it was too good? And the only reason I say that is it was a bit of an outlier, but I know the stable have always had an opinion of this, Mayor. If she can reproduce, she'll nearly win again. I don't know where it came from, oh. but I uh, can't ignore Funny that win. Going up a grade with 54 on his, on his back, t on her back today at the same distance. And when you look at the quality of the opposition, I've got to go with Verona. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't find anything else I wanted to pick, really. Military mission, I thought, was brave in defeat. Uh, last time, he just kept finding a bit, and he looks ready for the mile and a half now. So I've got Verona on top from military mission. A few COTs coming through, Darren. That'll keep you busy. Uh, <laughs> take an hour to read oh, all really? <laughs> read all those out. Uh, Brad, what about Verona here, uh, race five? Well, hard to tip against, isn't she? Because so impressive the other day. It was an outlier, but I think you can maybe make a case to say, well, maybe she's just a stayer because, you know, she's been sort of 1,800, 1,800, and all of a sudden at 24 and she just went crunch. So same trip. I love the, the weight drop. I think that... It's, it's much easier to go up and grade and with that big weight drop against stayers here than it is sprinters because our stayers, in my opinion, there's not much between a benchmark 78 stay and a group one stay or even sometimes. Um, mm. I don't think there are, uh, you know, they're, they're just because the level of stays in this country is a lot less than our sprinters. So, um, look, I think uh, I think she's got a, a terrific hope and I think she's clearly the one to beat, but obviously always a little concern how, how well she went last time if she can reproduce it. Earl's anything to say here, market-wise? Oh, it's, yeah, it's 4.40 the field. I, I couldn't touch this race. I've pretty much bet on anything, but I don't think I could have a bet in this race. Military mission's been uh, well back today. It's $5 into four eighty, and we went up as much as $8 for it. So it's been best backed, uh, both as far as the market is concerned and also dollars. Multi to open in a couple of minutes, guys, but our token highway text for this week uh, comes in regards to Sting Jet. Hey, guys, love the show. Thoughts on Sting Jet in the highway? Um, $26. K McAvoy on Brad. I, I back this, actually. I'll blow the trumpet. Uh, I back this at Musselbrook two starts ago when it won. God bless its little cotton socks. Uh, the mighty Sting Jet. Does he fit in anywhere here in this particular highway? Yeah, it was a good effort, wasn't it? Uh, beat Don't You Think, who's nice enough horse and was well in the market that day. The run at Dubbo Sinks was solid, hit the line well. So I'm not saying no, 
very, very open race, though. Um, you could make a case for most of them. I end up just having a throw at the stumps from the boundary with one stump to aim at and uh, put Rebel Dreamer on top. I thought the first up run was good. Drops the stack in weight. Did SP favourite in the highway last time. So I'd, I'd, I'd rather go wide in a race like this. You just have a throw at the stumps at something because I think that there's a lot of chances and I wouldn't want to be taking 4 or $5 one in this race. Uh, West Ingjet, uh, Patriot Bloodstock horse that uh, has been sent to Brett Kavanagh and you have to say Brett's done a good job since he's got the horse. So uh, This is 1,200 metres today and he has won over 1,200 in the past. So yeah, one of the chances, I, I thought, well, it's a big field. I'm just sticking with the strength here. Matt Dunn, he just keeps winning these. He's come up with a, the gate on a horse that ran really well behind the stable mate last time in Derry Grove. The book's Lloyd for the ride. I don't want to be fighting Matt Dunn on these highways. I understand that too, Darren. Um, uh, just one main change of tactics that's worth mentioning, guys, is Mawunga, Darren. Uh, in race eight, he's going to settle further forward there, I see. Ah, right, okay. Well, there's also a significant one uh, in that same race. Lindemann will be ridden with cover. Mm. Well, the preference is for cover, I think, was the was the quote, wasn't it? Lindemann, yeah, preference to be ridden with cover and Mawunga to settle further forward. Well, I guess... Um, I guess we all work that out for ourselves there from the draw. But if uh, Lindemann's going to be ridden with cover, that does make things uh, a little bit different with um, Major Beale, Knight's Order, the two Waterhouse bot runners maybe to take it up. And I might just park the rest of those till after the show. I'll let you handle those after the show. We'll be here all day. Yes, I'll, I'll do it later too. There's no one here, so there's no point <laughs> announcing it to no one. It's a bit early, isn't it? Um, Hurls, mm. this multi is open, guys. So let's go around the grounds and and give our legs this week. Brad Davidson, what's your leg for the multi? I'll go the shorty, Alentia. I was going to go Zarek in the same race, but uh, I think we've got enough juice in it this week. So I'll go Alentia. Um, I think she'll win and, uh, and win well. Darren Flindell, what is your leg for this week's multi? Wave rider boy, very happy to see her come to Randwick. I know uh, she hasn't been here this preparation, and uh, when she was here previously, she was unplaced, but some of her runs and defeat have been outstanding at Rose Hill, victim of the track pattern there from Bad Gates. She'll get her chance today. I can't see her missing the top four, uh, unless this... She's had a fairly long preparation, as long as there's, there's a bit more in the locker, but the way she's going, wave rider boy looks uh, very safe. Nervously, I declare my horse this week is race 8, number 11, Montefilia, after letting the team down for the last two weeks. I really don't want the hat trick. I'll sack myself. Uh, we don't want to see those photos of you in the park just uh, thinking about life either. I was uh, just sitting there contemplating a rough day and a lot of hate. But anyway, we'll, <laughs> we'll bounce back. Hurls, what's your leg? Yeah, I've gone Kamachi in race five. Only knock would be it's probably looking for 1,400, but I think there's a few of them uh, in that same boat, so I'll go Kamachi. So it leaves us with race three, number four, Wave Rider Boy for Darren. Race five, number six, Kamachi for myself. Race eight for Brad. and he. Oh, sorry, race eight for Luke, number 11, Montefilia. And big, brave Brad has gone for Alentia, who's currently about $2. So Brad's uh, sticking oh, is to it his normal script. Is it $2.40 or $1.90 or what, what is it? Can you, can well, you, you, you just said... Oh, 40 in 10 seconds. 
You just thought that uh, there'd be a bit of uh, bit of juice in the multi. It's, oh, $4, you wouldn't sneeze at, but we are open. So $4 with a maximum bet of $50. Race 3, number 4, Wave Rider Boy. Race 5, number 6, Comanche. Race 8, 11, Montefilia. And race 9, number 16, Alentia. Under, under today's offers on the website or racing offers on the tab app. There it is. Get involved, uh, punters, and good luck if you're taking it today. Uh, I did note that Davidson... In the group chat again this week, he was trying to leave it up to the rest of the panel to tip his leg. Brad, I've yeah. told you before, you've just got to be concise. You've got to be confident and just declare your leg. None of this fence sitting. He threw out Zarek out there as well, just in case. But, uh, Davo, you've settled in a lunch, yeah? Yeah, no, I'm happy to do that because I think it gives you guys <laughs> options. It gives you options to go, OK, well, if I want a shorty, then Davo will take the, take the long one this week or if the other way. So... I'm happy to, to do that. Um, you know, a few weeks ago, he's called me Big Brave Brad. There was a couple of weeks ago <laughs> where I took the roughy and got it home, and <laughs> you guys took the dollar twenty pot. So it goes both ways, Hills. Can we get a horse named that uh, Big Brave Brad? Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, Big Brave. Brad, yeah, actually, that's not easy to roll off. No, Darren, you're <laughs> not. speed. A, yeah. Big Brave Brad. <laughs> uh, BBB. Hey, boys, guess what it's time for? Ah! <laughs> On Racing HQ. Hey, it's a little too early for being that loud. Hey, too late. Don't worry, don't worry. Cause it's never too early. The early crow. <laughs> nice crow there, Davo. Just before that uh, got to air, that opener. That's not bad. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Right, last week. Darren Flindell, how did you go? Uh, no good. I was potting Wine Glass Bay in the in the distance race. <coughs> but, mm, he got up there right on the line to knock off too much caviar. Well, were you death riding it? Be honest. Oh, absolutely. And at the 300, he's starting to lay in up against the fence, and it took him a while to come off the heels of caviar. And then it was just a two-horse war the last hundred metres. <laughs> it was yes. He got there. He had to think about it though, Darren. Mm -hmm. Now, Brad. Yes, that's why I was against him. Yeah, Brad Davidson, how did you go? Pretty well, I think. Yeah, we potted the Rosebud form in the San Domenico, and I think the horses out of that are just finishing now. Brad gets a tick. Andrew Hurley, you get a bump bow because you broke the rules. You were a naughty boy last week. You were too far <laughs> down the track with your, what was it, a Metropolitan tip or something, Hurls? Yeah, it was, but I then was given the opportunity to right the wrong, okay. and I did. And? What was uh, it? What was it? It was... Kabbalah's uh, delay. Correct. Kabbalah. Yeah, yes. you were putting Kabbalah's. Yes. Like, so mm. get that tick out, please, Nick, because, uh, yes, that's, thank you. That's you two weeks in a row he was given a reprieve, Hurls. Oh, I know, he's, it's been a shaky start to his early crow career, but we'll educate you, Hurls. He's done well, he's two out of two. I'll stick to the task today. Yours truly. I got something right last week. Oh, I sunk both multis, but Ken Dimsky abstract. Um, he was going via what's on the outside mm. of Rose Hill, Darren? What's out there? Road. Yeah. Uh, the M4. He was out there on the M4. It was an ugly watch. The old watch. Granville Speedway. Yes, now I, defunct. I said, yeah, the Speedway. I suggested it might be a bit tricky for him from that barrier, and I, th I still think he's a horse to not give up on, guys. But, yeah, he was cast from the draw. All right, this week, what are we doing, Darren Flindell? Um... I'm not potting anything. I'm going to make a case for a good roughie today that I think uh, will run a lot better than most people expect. It's going out at $41. Race three, number seven, Mabel. 
is a very good roughie on this card today. Okay, there's Darren Flindell's early crow. Mabel to run better than its price. Brad Davidson, what's your early crow? Yeah, I'm going to say Alenti is going to win the 2026 Queen of the Turn. Oh, sorry, Hills. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, do it for this week, mate. Come on, do it for this week. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to say that Alenti will be the new Epson favourite after today. Oh, gee, uh, Brad, uh, is, okay, so she's going to win. Is that your early crow? Well, then she's well, going to win. Well, yes, uh, she's going to win and impressively. What, what price is she now? $11 at the moment. Okay. Okay. Right. is a favourite. So I'll, I'll go that she'll be the, the new favourite for the Epsom. So, you know, that'll be that'll yep. need to be an impressive win. No, I like it, Davo. I like it. What about you, Andrew Hurley? What's your early crow this week? Well, you've got to be absolutely kidding me because this wasn't discussed on the WhatsApp. But mine is... <laughs> Alencia is a moral today to win the Epsom as well. Oh, oh yeah, wow. Honestly, there was no um, no discussion about this. I've almost fallen off my chair because, uh, yeah, I'm in the same boat. It'll win today, win well, and win the Epsom. And traditionally, uh, the tramway is a very, very good guide to the, uh, to the Epsom. So, Brad, yep, um, mate, I'm with you. Well, this has, this has warmed my heart, Darren. They're always butting heads and fighting, but they're in the rowboat together with Alentia today. Isn't that just wonderful, Darren? I fair oh. cannot believe that. We did not speak about that. So, there you go. Darren, isn't that cute? <laughs> the boys should go fishing. <laughs> yeah, go fishing together. Um, I think, that, guys, my early crow this week is Nature Strip will show that he's still got at least one more thrill for us on the racetrack. I think he'll win today, and I think he'll silence the doubters who think he should be in the retirement village and eating a, a, a bit of grass out in the paddock. I think he'll perform super today. I think he can get the job done. So those are our early crows for this week. Mine is Nature Strip. Brad and Andrew Hurley are suggesting Alentia to win well and be the new Epsom favourite. And Darren Flindell, remind me what your was, yours was. Uh, Mabel's going to run Mate. a big race at $41 in the benchmark 78. There it is, guys. That's our early crows for the week. A uh, couple here. Uh, gentlemen, I think first Immortal will win the Melbourne Cup. That from uh, Fingers in Arncliffe. And a few more early crows uh, filtering through. I'll read them out before the end of the show. Another text earlier, Brad Davidson, was a listener wanting to know what is your best anywhere today? That was from Steve and Cornell. Hey, guys, can Davo give us his best anywhere today? Just a reminder to Fingers that uh, he's got a big today, Fingers, not yeah. the Melbourne Cup. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, best today is Alicia, but I think devoted down at uh, Caulfield in the last will be awfully hard to beat as well. Just too well in at the weights and just needs to get a clear crack at them. So, but Alenti would be the best for me anyway today. Beautiful. Well, I'm going to have a little crack at Mars Crusader in Melbourne today, over well. 1,100 metres. Yeah. Oh, he's, been, he's, he's been masked most of his career. He's yes, a yes, he has, and he, he got within an inch of nature strip and an Everest too at his <laughs> best. Um, I just liked his trial there at Rose Hill, got home with a lot of enthusiasm, and going to Melbourne for that Group 3, without a tremendous amount of depth to it today, I think at the $12, Mars Crusader's a little each-way bet there. Love it, Darren. Mars Crusader. Could he could he be in the mountain or climbing the mountain again this year? We'll find out. If he can find his best, Darren, he's been one of those horses a little bit in and out. But like you said, yes. when his mind's on the job, he's uh, he's a good animal, isn't he? Well, that's right. If he does something explosive today, uh, his connections uh, have got the slot there, so they may choose to go that way. They were bullish. Um, they said during the week that I think it was 
the words were sneaky flying or something like that. They were very bullish that he'd run well today. Last one, guys, um, on the text line here. Hey, guys, um, Salt Coats, let me just find that message. It's disappeared mm. there somewhere. Um, the, the, mm. I can't find it, Darren, but the crux of the text was, uh, can he win today, Salt Coats? Um, for me personally, I think he definitely can. I, I think he's a nice horse. They were thinking about scratching him and running him in the run to the rose, so that tells me he's airborne and the trials look pretty succulent, I've got to say, Darren. Mm. I'd love both the trials behind Kalos here on the 15th and then behind Coates. Tick, tick. Um, up against uh, Gaza Blanca. Um, a horse that's just had no luck uh, for a long time. But the, at the end of the day, the Gaza Blanca story is beaten at $1.70, beaten at $1.80, beaten at $1.90. I'm backing Salt Coats in the last to do him. I found that text. It was from Leo from Burwood, and I'm glad I found it because a little pot shot at Hurls here, which we always get a kick out of this. He goes, morning, gents, and Hurls. <laughs> Question. Oh, uh, that's a bit harsh, Hurls. You're a gentleman. Uh, question was for Darren Saltcoats in the last. Can he win? And uh, Leo will be in Hong Kong on Melbourne Cup Day. Can Darren recommend where to spend the afternoon watching the Cup, Darren? Um... Oh, they'll be showing it in uh, in the watering holes there, I'd, I'd assume, in the sports bars. Beautiful, Liam. Um, I think I, there was a time when uh, that that have a meeting on on Cup Day. I'm not entirely sure. Check the check the calendar, but there'll be places you can watch it there in Hong Kong. Beautiful, Darren. You're about as helpful as well. I... <laughs> well, I don't know what you what you want me to say. Go to the stadium bar in Wan Chai. There we go. Corner of Jaffe Doll and Lockhart Doll. There we go. There we go. We got something for you, Liam. Yeah, need Joe's banana. <laughs> and Hurls, another listener wanted to know: Has there been any backing for Hustler War Caulfield Race Six, Number Fourteen, for its first up run? I have watched the trial and the jump out. 1300 with Meach on it was trucking in both pre-race pre-race workouts. That from Dan. Has there been any money for that horse? Hustler War in race six. Yeah, hopefully that uh, that punter there got the $81 when the market first opened. It's now into $31. So, yeah, Linda Meach, along with Tim Clark, probably the best front-running jockeys in the country. So, uh, yeah, got gate nine, but, um, yeah, into $31 off a high of 81 Beautiful, boys. Uh, that just about does it for us. Uh, a couple of minutes to 11. Brad Davidson will hear you on Sky Racing 1 today and we'll be cheering Alentia home because will she be? I think she'll be our last leg, won't she, guys, if, if all the other are successful? Mm-hmm. There you go. Give her strength. Yeah, look, good luck to everyone today. should be a good day, another fun show. And, um, yeah, look forward to it again next week, guys. Cheers. Good on you, Davo. Have a great day, mate. And, yeah, look forward to it today. Good fun as always. Darren Flindell, look forward to your calls filtering through later. Democracy Manifest is in again today. That's gone without a mention. Hope we get his line back by, time, by the time we run the first. He might be on the oh, sorry. Um, sorry, Darren. No, uh, Fitzy from Inglis came up to see me at Warwick Farm on Wednesday and just wanted to do a little piece about him. <laughs> and uh, we had a chit-chat. And you're glad. You'll be happy to know I didn't wear that uh, T-shirt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I just look, I, I, I love the call, but the shirt, it just... Oh, it's a <laughs> um, uh, in, in, re, in regards to today, the, the lack of pace really worries me. I think mm. uh, clearly when democracy manifests, gets into races where they go along with a strong gallop, he'll be surging home. I just can't see the pace in the race there to suit him today, so wait for later. Enjoy the day. Everything in order there at Randwick? Yes, all in order. Wonderful, mate. Have a good day.
Cheers. Thanks, uh, thanks, Luke. There goes Darren Flindell. Appreciate his contribution to Behind the Gates for another week. Andrew Hurley, been good fun. You have a great Saturday. Yeah, as always, um, and I shall do. I'll be uh, very happy if Benedetta wins in uh, Caulfield today. I think it's the best bet in the country. I think bigger things to come for it. Races 1 to 6, Ramwick Caulfield and Eagle Farm today. Place a win bet. If your horse runs second or third, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. Applies to your first fixed odds win bet. We've got the Jockey's Challenge is still open. Well, it is open. And J-Mac is the favourite at 180 Nashville Willa at $6. $7. Zach Lloyd. Tyler Schiller, 10 $11. Jason Collett. Karen McAvoy, 13 17 Rachel King. And $31. Any other jockey option? We've also got a quaddy offer today, missed by one leg at Ramwick and Caulfield uh, using the Tab app or website. If you miss by one leg, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. So you like playing your quaddies, and how many times do you miss by one leg? There's uh, your bonus bet back up to $100. Now, just before I go, I want to give a big happy birthday to Wazza from Chipping Norton, Warren Holden, who's owned many horses over the years. He's a terrific bloke, even though he goes for Saints, and uh, wishing you all the very best for a great day, Was Beauty hells, you have a good day as well. Will do, pal. There's Andrew Hurley. That's been Behind the Gates uh, for another week. Thanks for all your text messages and interacting with the show. I'll leave you with this one. The great uncertainty of racing is what fuels discussion and debate amongst punters. In this respect, you could argue that Nature Strip is as good, as, as good for the game as Winx was. The heavyweight champ will be carrying my 97 kilograms this afternoon. Come on, Nature Strip. Cheers. Norm from Curry Curry. Good on you, Norm. He's with the strip today as well. That's Behind the Gates done and dusted. Up now next to Borderly Competition. Racing HQ, brought to you by Bet's Friends on the Tab app. Follow the Racing HQ Bet's Friends team for all the team's tips. What are you really gambling with? 24-hour bowl cover for 24-hour-a-day peace of mind. Options for life-saving surgery cover and the extended fall policy until the 2025 yearling sales, all with HQ's renewal extension clause. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more. Be sure, insure with HQ. most exciting two minutes in sports. The very best of U.S. racing seven days a week. Looking at Lee, can't catch, always dreaming, who's the 143rd winner of the Kentucky Derby. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. Kosciuszko, the world's richest country race, is back and gives you the chance to win a share in $2 million in prize money. To enter, buy a $5 Kosciuszko ticket at your local or on the tab app. The Kosciuszko, tickets on sale now. New South Wales residents only. Ticket sales close 11.59pm, 6th of September 2023. Visit thecosiosco.com.au for details. New South Wales permit number GOCSC forward slash 1058. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Hi, Craig Lowndes here. As a professional driver, safety is my highest priority. That's why I'm a proud ambassador for the Australian Road Safety Foundation. September marks Rural Road Safety Month. Now, it's a national initiative to highlight the horrific stats that two out of three fatalities occur on our roads happen either in rural or regional areas. We're calling on you to choose road safety every time you're behind the wheel. I choose road safety for every single road user. Who do you choose it for? Pick your favourite Kia. 
from the award-winning Kia Sportage to the street cred delivering Kia Seltos or Kia's most powerful car ever, the all-electric EV6 GT. Book a test drive today to find your chosen one. Find out more at kia.com.au or drop into your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. Missing your daily dive into the sporting smorgasbord? The BSB is back Monday with the latest local and international sport and racing, plus your calls and texts. The Big Sports Breakfast, Monday morning from 5.30. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab. You're listening to Racing HQ with Luke Marlowe on Sky Sports Radio. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Time now for the DeBordley competition. Paul Ambrosoli's on the line. G'day, PA. Good morning to you, Lucas. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to a beautiful Sydney Saturday. It's fabulous outside, isn't it? Oh, it was. It was cold this morning, though. Yeah, well, it was a bit chilly. I will say that. But it's going to be a bit chilly tonight uh, when Penrith take on uh, North Queensland. But, you know, hopefully Penrith make it hot work and, 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 uh, and go well. But, uh, no, but it was a bit chilly. It was a beautiful day right now. It's going to be a fabulous day at uh, both Hawkesbury and at Randwick. Randwick, where... One of my favourite days of racing uh, happens actually today. One of my fa- actually, it's probably my favourite wait for age race. Believe it or not, I mean, I suppose it's because you, you, you go back so many years remembering the fantastic horses you've seen. But the Chelmsford Stake, I love Chelmsford Stake Day, and uh, I just always have. I mean, there's plenty of better wait for age horse races, I suppose. But it, it one, it was the one that always fascinated me. Most probably because as a kid, I remember it so well. You know, so. So there you go. Uh, and that gets me to today's question, actually. You can win a twin pack of Windy Peak wine. Uh, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll send you a bottle of uh, Pinot Grigio and Shiraz. They're my, my two favourites. So we'll send you my two favourites, OK? Twin pack of Windy Peak wine this morning on 13.53.53. Now, it's important you remember the number because you are not allowed to answer the question until I say ring now. Which means to say that you're all going to put your phones on speed dial. So whoever has the fastest finger, sounds like a television program, doesn't it? Fastest finger uh, manages to win here this morning. But really, when you think about it, the uh, the Chelmsford Stake car started in 1895, the Concord in 90, the Furious in 1986, and the Tramway Stake is the oldest of them, starting in 1886. Right. And uh, it's for three-year-olds and up, as is uh, the four-year-olds, I think it is. Yeah, no, three-year-olds and up uh, is the uh, is the tramway, as is the Chelmsford Stakes. Uh, the tramway, I think, is for set wakes and penalties, and the Chelmsford is a standard weight for age. All right? Now, go to the tramway stake. stake. It was a Group 2 in 2014. That's when it's changed to a Group 2 race. Now, with all of these races... Today, there is one horse that can set a record. There's one horse who can actually set a record. Now, the tramway is 128 years of age, but obviously, for the sake of this record that it's going to break, it won't have to break the 128-year-old record a little bit earlier than that, actually, a little bit later than that. Uh, now, that, or whatever you think. <laughs> Here's the question, right? In all the years the tramway stake has been going, and we talk about things going, you know, what horse has won this and the, the Melbourne Cup or won this and the Epsom Handicap or whatever it might be, but there's only one horse racing today that can break a record in the tramway stake. Name the horse that can win the Golden Slipper, 
and the tramway stake double. And it's never been done before, but it can be done today. The horse, and you know the... Now, ring now, okay? Ring now. That's the question. Name the horse that has won the uh, the Golden Slipper and uh, can win the tramway stakes today. Okay, to break the record, no other horse has ever done it, but uh, one horse can do it today, all right? Now, I would think that already Lucas has the answer himself, right? You've looked at it, Luke? Yes, I, I am very confident that I know the answer this yeah, time. Oh, no, <laughs> my strike rate isn't great, but I know this one. <laughs> no, that's, what I said. I said, that's why I said you can only ring now because... Because it is. It's, a, it's an easy question, but we just, it's a fascinating subject with history and racing. I mean, I look back at uh, the the, uh, the Chelmsford, and I, I can sort of remember so many things with the Chelmsford stake. Uh, like, uh, what, let me think, I'm just having a look here. Gunsend winning. Then uh, there was, uh, oh, God, Purple Patch, Ming Dynasty, Maidenhead. Now, I can remember Maidenhead winning it in 1963. I think Maidenhead, I'm not sure what raced in white. I think it was a blue sash and possibly an orange cap. I don't. I can't think of what's the colours of the sleeves. But I think Maidenhead raced in... I know Maidenhead raced in, in white and a, a blue or a black... No, it wasn't black sash. I'm sure it was a blue sash. Anyway, be that as it may. But you, you, know, you go back and you remember these things and just the history comes back and so do your days at the races and what you were doing then and things like that all the time. So, you know, we forget about the horses that have done things. And here's a horse today that can actually set a record by winning both the Golden Slipper and the Tramway Stake, a Group 2 race on today. All right? And don't forget, if there's a couple of you that are going out tonight and or going to your place or going out somewhere, you need a bottle of wine, make sure you put the Windy Peak in your pocket and away you go. You're in business because everybody enjoys it. There's six wines in the Windy Peak range from Debortley, three whites, three reds, and as I said, I love the Shiraz and the Pinot Grigio, but in the whites you've also got a Chardonnay and a Sauvignon Blanc from which to select, and of course you have a Cabernet Sauvignon and also a Pinot Noir to select from the reds to go with the Shiraz. Have we got a winner yet? Stu from Blacktown is our winner. Good on you, Stewie from Blacktown. Stu from Blacktown. Stuart. Stuart from Blacktown is one. Good on you, Stuart. The wine will be on its way. Congratulations. I'm sorry I had to put it that way this morning, but it was a very simple quiz, so that's why I said I'll say ring now and that's when you can enter. Okay, thank you. Luke, you're not going anywhere today or you're going to uh, the Randwick or what? No, I'm, I actually haven't got any plans this afternoon, PA. I'll finish my work commitments here and then I'm, I'm free as a bird. I'm not sure what no, I'll You sound like Simon Harrison. He's having a week off also. Yeah, I know. We're lucky. <laughs> Good stuff. Great job. <laughs> Okay. Good on you, mate. You have a great Saturday. Thank you for your assistance, as usual, Luke. Excellent stuff. Thank you. I'll see you later, and good morning, everybody. There's Paul Ambrosoli. He'll be back next week with our Debordley competition. Up next, it's Trading Places. Racing HQ, brought to you by Bet's Friends on the Tab app. Follow the Racing HQ Bet's Friends team for all the team's tips. What are you really gambling with? At Tab, we're on for Saturday racing. Races 1 to 6 at Ranwick, Caulfield and Eagle Farm. Place a fixed odds win bet with the Tab app. And if your horse runs second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on 18 races across three big tracks this Saturday. Tab. We're on. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's at website. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. 
Sydney's greatest racing carnival is here. Be trackside for thrilling racing, live music and the world's richest race on turf for Tab Everest. Revel in Sydney's glorious spring for fun, food and fashion. Sydney Everest Carnival, September 16 to November 11. Book now at theracers.com.au. You're listening to Racing HQ with Luke Marlowe on Sky Sports Radio. Good to have you with us. Let's get to Jay Huskell now for Trading Places on Sky Sports Radio. Good morning, Jay. Yeah, we'll try him again. Morning, Jay. Yeah, good morning, Luke. How's this meeting look at Randwick today? Soft five, how are you expecting it to play? Yeah, so round up four is about as fair as it gets around week, but they're expecting a bit of a suddenly win there today, and sometimes that can be a real advantage for the leaders, but we'll play the race play race by race to start, but some of those races later in the day seem to be, uh, lack a bit of speed, so we might be looking to keep the leaders a bit safe here today. Race one, the midway, you took back rower on last start, horse number three, he's the 320 favourite at the moment. Yeah, we'll probably want... Probably took the position we wanted to keep him a bit safe this week, but um, he got in a bit short this morning. He did a bit of work there last start uh, at Randwick on a day where it was really hard to, you know, face the breeze and really do anything late. But comes in here with J-Mac on, he got a short, he got a, he got below $3, and I think that's a bit too short. I think we'll have to take him on from that three twenty price. Straight ace is fourth up back in distance here. He was a winner last start in, in midway grade. Uh, barrier one there. We want to be able to hold a spot to get a, get a, get the right run. And a couple of these down the, uh, down the page, like Stars and Bars and Tabrenko are probably going to be the only pace in the race. Uh, Ningaloo Star was, comes out of the same race as Back Rower. But yeah, uh, he was just as good as he, if not better. So I think we'd have to take on Back Rower. Race two is the Tab Highway. Yeah, play bookie here and probably lay the, lay the field. Wizard of Oz third up. Probably rock hard fit now. He's going to go to the front. He'll be hard to beat. Uh, second favourite here, centre bounce to Matt Dunhorse. I guess we have to keep it safe. And Sun Blue had a good SP last day in highway grade. Natural Wheeler Gate 1. He it, it, it probably has a chance to. When you start seeing when, when half the market's got a chance, you probably just have to lay a lot of them. Race number three, Dancing Alone, adds to the interest here, but she looks a little bit soft now. Yeah, we've actually made her our lay of the day today. She's, uh, you know, she's four from four. She's got all the potential in the world, but barrier one, you know, not a lot of gate speed. She has got Nash on, but all of the, all her forms provincial thousand metre races, and she comes into a proper Saturday race now uh, at over eleven hundred. Um, a very easy horse to take on for us. We're very comfortable making her our lay of the day. I think you'll see closer to three fifty, maybe pushing four dollars potentially come jumps on. Uh, second pick, Wave Rider Boys got proper city form. Tries tries hard out. James, James McDonald jumps on. Tim Tukey won a Saturday race last last start. Uh, Josh Parr jumps on. Uh, Ohio tackles a benchmark race. Probably the first time in his career. He's been racing in nothing but black pipe. Barry 13 doesn't help it. And Avery's actually been one that's been really well backed all week. 15 or $11 here. And uh, actually our worst way in the book. And Molly Nails ran enormous last start as well. So there's there's a few chances here, so I think we're very comfortable in making dancing on our later day. Race four, 1,600 metres, number 12, Tazarel favourite. Yeah, very, very keen to take this one on too. Just from barrier 12, I think it's got a really tricky map here. Second pitch, perfect thought. He improves uh, exponentially second up. He's a very good second up horse. We've got horses in the market here like uh, Mission Phoenix as well. Third up, Joe Pride, seven-day backup. Goes forward, it, it'll be a... Uh, It'll be, very, um, it'll be very tough today, and 
yeah, I think it's a race with a bit of depth here, so very keen to take on Taser out. What about race five at Randwick today, Jay? Yeah, I think Verona's a pretty easy horse to take on here, just based on that last Saturday. It was a pretty big price there, although, although I did win very stylishly. I think uh, the two gay Waterhouse horses here, Military Mission and Serpentine, look the lead in control of the race, and I think they'll be very tough to get past. Uh, mostly Cloudy will probably look to take on as well. We've had every chance this preparation. Uh, Fancy Man did a lot of work last, uh, first up, sitting outside the lead in the Group 3 race. Uh, I think it. I think it has to be some chance today as well. But yeah, very keen. To, we'll probably take on Verena. Albeit she is four forty now, so I don't think she could get out too much further. How are you handling race number six, the Furious? Yeah, we, we're definitely going to side with the the Furious form here over the Rosebud form. But the market seems to disagree with us here. It is invincible within the three eighty favourite now. I think we'll look and take her on. I don't think there's been much franking of the form outside of the out of the Rosebud there. Uh, We'll probably keep the two gay waterhouse horses here again, safe uh, Autumn Ballet and Platinum Jubilee. Platinum Jubilee from Barrier 2 looks to control from Barrier 2. Getting out to $10 now looks a bit of a silly price. She's, uh, she, she's definitely leading control and be very hard to get past. We were definitely in uh, Autumn Ballet's camp over Kamochi's out of the road. Kamochi's run was definitely a lot more eye-catching, but you know she's coming from Barrier 7 again. She's going to get back, and uh, there's going to be a race where there's not a lot of speed outside of the two gay waterhouse horses. Mumbai Miss is probably a big price as well from Barrier One. Uh, it was it finished fourth last start, and uh, I thought it, I thought it was a run of a bit of merit, and even Summer Loving had a huge run there. But yeah, I think we'll look to take on Tis Invincible late. Race seven, the fascinating Concord Stakes today. Yeah, it's uh, major shoots been all over the shop this morning. He opened up two twenty five touch. I think they're even sure it's even money. Now he's back out to two sixty and completely friendless on the market. It's just absolutely fascinating. In secret, it's been pretty firm all morning. She touched as much as $4. They're back to back in the 370. Uh, I, I can't really pick a camp. I think we're, I think you have to side with Nature Ship and Eduardo just because they're going to both lead in control. Eduardo probably lead. The Nature Ship will sit outside him, and I don't think there's much pressure around them. And if they're anywhere near their peaks or anywhere near, they don't even need to be anywhere near their best to be winning this. I want to take on In Secret. I don't think she's, she's a 1,000 metre horse. And yeah, Remark, I think he. I think he showed last last uh, preparation that the set up the stakes grade was a bit much for him. I don't know if he's up to winning this yet. So, yeah, probably keep the nice trip in the wide safe and lay the, lay the rest. Ray saying it's the Chelmsford Stakes. We've got a new favourite, Montefilia. Yeah, she's been well back all morning. She's now a 280 favourite. We'll, we'll be definitely looking to chase her out from that price. Uh, her run was very nice to the eye, but I feel like a horse like Duace who's in this race as well was almost equal to, or if not better run, Think It Over. Think It Over is our second pick here. He was, he was a nice runner. He was just probably, he would have taken a lot of improvement from that run. Barrier 4 is naturally on. He's probably going to get the run of the race here. I can't say why he won't start favourite. Wollonga was very plain to the eye last start, but he's, he's done that once or twice and he's improved out of sight. And if you can believe that uh, Lindemann had the coughing issues or the breathing issues last start, he, he can definitely improve out of sight as well. So, yeah, definitely can take on Montefilia here. Race number nine at Randwick today is the Tramway Stakes, Alentia. Looks a pretty good horse on the rise. What are you going to do with her? Yeah, it's a very interesting race, this one, because it's, it's generally no speedy. You can't, have, you can't really find a designated leader. It looks like Pericles is going to be a leader. And um, he had every possible last time. He looked to get every possible again, so you can't really dismiss him. I think we have to take on Alentia. I think 220 is way too short for a horse. She, yeah, she has won 
points in six in her career, and she's been all star. But then you have to do a grid two, grid two race. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think you know, Jane Mack jumps off. I think we have to take her out. I think she can start two twenty. She can put, she can still win this race, but I think we have to. I think she's just too short. And having your heart's a very honest man. She's uh she's going Barry Seven. She looks to get a lovely run too. Yeah, I think it's a deep race, and I don't think uh, I don't think Valencia Warren's been two twenty. We'll have to take her on. Last event is race number ten at Randwick today, and uh, two forty guys of Blanco. Yeah, I think again it's another this this, this race looks like it just might be the right race for Gaza Blanco, but it's still just a little bit too short. Two forty for a horse that's only won at Metalla and Cranbourne, and he's had every possible in his career, put some more uh, runs on the board. Last time he was a bit unlucky, and he hit the line pretty well. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll probably chase him out from 240, but we won't go too silly with it. We'll probably just tail the market there. Time the boogie, I'd want to really keep it safe. I thought I thought last start the uh, racing thing just went a little bit too slow, and he, he really kicked back late there. And, um, especially if this track is playing leader issue again today, I think if she, if she rates this well, he'll be, he'll be really hard to catch. Real coming up from Melbourne, Mooney Valley form. I'm not, I'm not too sold on it, but again, gets a natural Rilla, Barry Eight, Barry Eight, uh, just you know, perfect Randwick spot there. And we really want to keep Salt Cape safe here. The number fifteen here for the Wallace Stable, first up from New Zealand, listed winner last day. Uh, got nominations for the Cox Plate. No, I think the Sable's got a big opinion of it, and I'll be really interested to hear what the market does with him. Tab.com.au if you want to get involved recapping the lay of the day today as an unbeaten mare. Yep, dancing alone. Uh, best price anywhere in the market right now. Currently $3 with us. If you, if you want to back there, come back and uh, come back with us at the tab. Thanks for your time, Jay. Thanks, Luke. Have a good one, mate. Jay Huskell there, tab.com.au. That's been Trading Places. 24-hour fold cover for 24-hour-a-day peace of mind. Options for life-saving surgery cover and the extended fold policy until the 2025 yielding sales, all with HQ's renewal extension clause. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more. Be sure, insure with HQ. Sports First up this morning, big news for our national sport, cricket. Cricket? The, Sorry, but our national sport what? is not cricket. Yeah, it's Aussie rules. No, it's rugby no, league. cricket was played first. Soccer's played the most. No, but... Played the, the well, the world would argue yeah. it's swimming. We ski almost as much as Sport is our sport, and it's all better on the Tab app. Tab. We're on. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Hey, tradies, is the stress of running a trade business doing... Andy and Angela, why do you use radio advertising to promote the Lifestyle Tradie podcast? The podcast and the membership is actually geared towards tradies. And radio reaches them throughout the day in their cars and on site. I notice you DIY the ads yourself. <laughs> I know I've got a Yobbo voice, but it works well for us. Fancy having your own breakfast show? <laughs> well, I am an early riser. Discover the unlimited ways to reach your audience at commercialradio.com.au. Radio Unlimited. You're listening to Racing HQ with Luke Marlowe on Sky Sports Radio. Great to have your company. We are joined now by Peter Ellis to run through the Morfittville Quaddy today. Good morning to you, Peter. Hi, Luke. How are you? I'm well, thanks. How are things at your end? Yeah, very well, thanks. I think all the stars have aligned today. We've got 21 in Adelaide, we've got 17 in Melbourne sunny and the 18 in Sydney sunny. So uh, great racing are all everywhere, but smallish fields in Adelaide, but I think the best horse will be winning 
there's been no rain, no irrigation, so we're playing on a good track. Great to be in spring, mate, and excited for the day's racing and beyond. Race six is the first leg of the quaddy. 1,050 metres, a benchmark 86, and number four, Sweetened, is the $2.50 favourite. Yeah, she's the one to beat. She's right back to her best. A huge run there in the, in the Lightning, where she closed from a long way back and then went to Morville last time. Was too good for the informed merchant boss. Pretty well weighted there, 52 and a half. So might even see her in Melbourne at some stage. You've got to keep reading the danger. Very brave he's passed too. He'll be up on the speed and uh, sticking on as he always does. Samillion, uh, of course, won the English banner on debut. They went to Corpy on the prelude and was unlucky behind Lofty Strike, but been a bit disappointing since. Uh, interesting that they're resuming here in uh, in SA, but we don't have to be anywhere near as best to be hard to beat. And uh, uh, Rich Gina hit a purple patch of form last spring. Uh, just too far back when resuming, it'll improve along in that run. But with the favourite, four to beat two, one and three. Race number seven at Morfordville today is over the 1,050 metres, a benchmark 68, and number eight, 16 Reasons, is the 290 favourite here. Yeah, looks another favourite... Uh, wasn't disgraced to the Nitschke behind Cast and Royal Merchant. That's group form. Uh, it's had a few runs back from a break. It was good in the Lightning from last when run fourth. And uh, just Chilladora got up an inside and beat of the Whisker last start of Morfinville. So this looks the uh, the perfect race, particularly back on the dry tracks. Uh, so Bill's been hitting the line strongly on, on Wedi's tracks, but uh, equally as effective on a dry track. On road X, he's in form, he's an on-pacer, he found plenty when uh, beating Austria last start, that horse since Frank to form last Saturday, and Kong's ultra-consistent and is a proven weight carrier, so uh, they're four good chances, but I did like the eight to favourite to be three, five and one. Race number eight, we move to next at Morfordville. 15.27 is the distance, benchmark 64, seven more sugar, $3.20 at the head of betting. Yeah, looks, uh, she looks really hard to beat. A little bit costly, last two. Just got a mile back uh, behind headphones, uh, went fifth. Should have finished much closer than last start again. Was just set an impossible task when flew home and run uh, third. I think back on a dry track certainly suits, so I'm happy to go with her. I've got Dancing Stream, the danger. I think career best form. Uh, they decided to go to Victoria last start, went round the midweeker at Sandown, run really well, went third behind Denali. XO Pippi's a bit of a working pro, or she's a working progress for starting to hit a form and break through there at Gawler last start. Morfordville suits and Red Roof, just been a luckless last four runs. Uh, certainly should have won the other day when second to uh, I'm Kenny. I think the claim's a plus here. You certainly have to include it at double figure odds. 7, 9, 12 and 13. And race number nine, 1,200 metres, benchmark 64, number nine, Jill Adora, uh, $2.70. I think you found this last week uh, or last time she raced, didn't you? No, no, I found the horse run second to it, yeah. Oh, so. uh, it should have won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm with a little bit of value to finish off, Luke. Uh, uh, Aruga Mama, um, she's a promising man. She went round in, uh, in the Aurora, was second behind Genalia. That's... Uh, um, that's a Group 3 race, even though that was 1,800. Did win first up 1,100 at Morfinville, so nice race to kick off. Uh, I thought Jill Adora, the obvious danger. She's progressive, only had the five uh, runs for a couple of wins and a couple of seconds. Pretentious Lass, a backmarker, been in the money as last four. Last race at uh, Morfinville could be a nice formula for her. And I thought Jenkins, a solid form in Victoria and SA, did resume last time on the park circuit, beating the Whisker, wins in another stride. So I expect it to run well fresh here. So I'm with three to beat, nine, 15 and two. You got a best for us? Yeah, I, I would I would think he's a he's a Bonneville just should just win. I think two sixties are 
a pretty decent prize. You saw him in Sydney, run third to Colino, since been to Caulfield, run fourth to Amenable. There's a chance in the uh, in the Group One today. Devoted favourite in the last to Caulfield, and prior to that was a fast finishing fourth to Dancer Dubai at uh, Fleming. So if it can produce any of that form, it just should win. So race three, number well, why don't we race three, number two? Here's our Bonneville. Sounds good to me. Have a great day, Peter. Yeah, thanks, Luke. All the best. There's Peter Ellis looking at Morfordville for us. This is Ray Thomas. And I'm Dean Ritchie. Listen every Sunday from 7 for the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. We have the latest on league with Peter Peters. And legends like Australian sporting icon Dawn Fraser's on the line. Good morning. The King, Lloyd Lewis. Yeah, good morning. Eric Gross, an absolute powerhouse player. It all came together when Jack Gibson came to the club. Greg Ritchie. Steve Moore, he was my first ever roommate. He'll probably say that was one of his big regrets. <laughs> <laughs> and all the racing winners. The Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Sunday mornings on Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab. 24-hour fold cover for 24-hour-a-day peace of mind. Options for life-saving surgery cover and the extended fold policy until the 2025 yielding sales, all with HQ's renewal extension clause. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more. Be sure, insure with HQ. Only place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe. First time, every time is right here. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. This is Racing HQ with Luke Marlowe on Sky Sports Radio. About to go 11.29 on Sky Sports Radio. This morning, myself and Ron Duffercy spoke to jockey Nash Rowilla, who's got some key rides at Randwick today. Yeah, good, thanks, Luke. How are you? Very well, mate. Thanks for your time this morning. Uh, another big spring carnival rolls around, and I'm sure you're glad. We'll get to him in a moment, but I'm sure you're glad to have one of your old sparring partners back in Think It Over, and it's a great credit to Kerry Parker to have him back and racing at this high level. Yeah, look, everyone involved with the horse done a wonderful job to, um, you know, put him through his rehabilitation, and, um, yeah, I was very... You know, obviously, Raptor, the way he's come back, you know, his first up run was super and um, looking forward to today's uh, onwards and upwards. He must have been over the moon with his first up run. I know he was beaten, but I think he did, still did more than enough. Yeah, Duff, look, um, sort of topping the rise there, sort of into the straight and, um, you know, the feel he was giving me was amazing. You know, I, I really sort of thought, geez, you got him here and um, look uh, sort of at that point um, it was actually Zaki just sort of rolled out the horse and a half in front of me and, and just just sort of unbalanced slightly that was sort of at about the 300 and um, then Fangirl sort of whizzed past us pretty quick and gave us a bit of a clip on the way through at the 75 which sort of um, really inconvenienced him and um for him to still be sort of picking himself up and attacking the line like he was in an awkward spot, it was, um, yeah, mind-blowing, really, for after so, such a long time off. Mm. Just diverting back to yesterday and that fall, you said, look, you were in a nasty position there for a while as well. It was um, amazing you stayed on your feet with the leg run. Yeah, look, you, you, in that situation, Ron, you're, just, you're in the lap of the gods and also, you know, the... You know, your, your horse, you're just hoping they can get you out of trouble. I bike, um, actually, Darren warned me before the race, he's a bit of a cheeky bugger, he can whip around and things like that. He's, you know, he's one of those horses that are really on the ball and 
has a good look around and honestly uh, he was just so sharp when that all happened that he was able to sort of jump his way out of um, trouble and uh, although we knocked the wind right out of his sails he, he, I was sort of forced to pull him up um, he seemed to have come through it injury free and, and yeah, luckily he's still on his feet with, with me on him which was even better yeah, that's for sure. Uh, what about your old favourite today, Eduardo? He just, this is his patch, the Ramwick 1,000 metres. He loves it. Yeah, oh, look, um, yeah, he's just been a war horse. You know, he's given me some of the greatest thrills in racing, really. Um, knocking off um, Nature Street at the, I think it was in the shorts when I got up inside him and broke the track record and things like that. He's... He's been an amazing horse. He loves his course and distance. And um, look off his trial, this prep, and the way he looks, Joe's got him looking unbelievable. I'm really going to the race today, you know, full of confidence and, um, and um, yeah, ready to go to war one more time. You know, try and get the job done. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you got a few scratchings today. You start off with Sung Blue in race two. You would have seen him last start having no luck at all. Yeah, he got really bottled up there on the fence, didn't he? Um, looked like he had plenty to offer. So, you know, and that could happen in these highways. No no real fault of the light on him, you know. It's just one of those things. But, um, yeah, they can be messy races and you, you sort of just need that answer luck. And um, he certainly didn't get that last start. So from barrier one today, we'll be just fingers crossed we can sort of find the right passage and, um, you know, I'm sure we'll get a nice off enough run we're, we're in a position where we can we've got something to offer yeah you would have had your eye on this mare for a while get wild uh, dancing alone there's a good rap on her yeah she's you know been very well handled well placed and um ready now to go to the go to the next level um you know look good draw again today Ross normally sort of is happy to sort of let you give his horse a chance to find their feet early and, and attack the line, which is how she's been racing. And, um, yeah, it would be great, great sort of opportunity for her to, you know, open her account on a Saturday in town. Hmm. Now, Akbar race four uh, might probably want it a little further than this. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I think... Um, just trying to think now. I have watched her on the traces, but uh, it is obviously um, on the way up. Chris's horses improve as they go along in their preparation. After a bit of a fresh up now, she'll be ready to really bounce back into its um, best form, getting up over the mile at Randwick. That normally sort of gives them their chance to wind up and get home. And you finish with Periel, who arrives back in Sydney in good form off a big win at Mooney Valley last time. Yeah, look, I, I, I thought um, she had a nice run there at Mooney Valley, sitting back off the speed and, and, and chimed in at the right time. But looked very impressive. Um, you know, she's obviously adaptable, you know, and um, got the right sort of barrier draw just to find a place there today to deal with a bit of cover and be attacking the line at the right time. All right, let's hope these, well, I'd suggest two of your favourite horses can do the right thing by you today. Yeah, look, a lovely book of rides. Um, you know, look, um, thanks for your manager, Liam. He's been getting me on some really nice horses and um, it's the right time of year to hit a bit of form now and certainly stay out of trouble.
Hey, Nash, um, what did you think of Tom Kitten last week? Gee, that was a, a great return in the up-and-coming. He looks a real prospect. Yeah, I was really taken by him. He's a horse that I... I, I you know, he was a bit of the ugly duckling last preparation. He, he sort of... Um, uh, but just give you that feeling that he could really come back an ice horse in the spring. And, you know, to see him, you know... Actually, have that time off, come back, and then then sort of get get the opportunity to see him um, firsthand last week before the race, walking the mountain. You know, I just thought to myself, Jesus, horse is um, just matured and, and 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 everything's gone right, and um, just getting on him and cantering to the gates. You just knew he was he'd gone to the next level, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, look, it was a great win. He, he was able to sort of get down that part of the track where it wasn't easy to do all day, and. Um. Yeah, just uh, like the world's resource at the moment, it'll be interesting to see which way the stable go. That um, we've always sort of felt we'll get out over a trip, so there's plenty to look forward to with him. Absolutely. Thanks for your time this morning, Nash. Good luck today. My pleasure. Thanks. At Tab, we're on for Saturday racing. Races 1-6 to six at Randwick, Caulfield and Eagle Farm. Place a fixed odds win bet with the Tab app. And if your horse runs second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on 18 races across three big tracks this Saturday. Tab, we're on. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's at website. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Introducing the Car Sales Car of the Year, the all-electric Kia EV6. With up to 528 kilometres of range, the Kia EV6 is leading the charge. And with its ultra-fast charging technology, you can charge from 10 to 80% in as little as 18 minutes. The Kia EV6, Car Sales Car of the Year. Find out more at kia.com.au or drop in to your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. Celebrating the best New South Wales racing, Sky Sports Radio. Welcome back. Seven minutes to the first at Royal Randwick. They are in the mounting yard. It looks a glorious day out there. And Darren Flindell is up in the broadcast box for us. Darren, good morning to you. Good morning again, uh, Luke. Well, the midway coming up in nine from now, really carved up by scratchings. Uh, the prices as it stands have got straight Acer at four forty. Sabrenko, well in the market, is $7. They've been chipping away at her all day. It was $9 this morning into 7 now. And Amy McLucas gets the weight down. Down to 56. The favourite back rower at 3.50, and Joe Max being cleared to ride today by the club doctor. Pandano at 17. Ningaloo Star, the announcements come through. They want to be further forward from the wide draw. And it has shortened from 9 into 7.50. IQ, a few dollars there as well, 13 into 10. The 7C, 16. Stars and bars at 7.50 and a slick man at uh, 21. Actually, the market doesn't look right either. All firming by the looks of it, and back rower hasn't got out. Back rower favourite at 3.50 in front of straight Acer at 4.40. They're the main ones, but Sabrenko's been well back. And Luke, the first coming up in six from now. Gee, he looks well too, Darren. Back rower, just saw him prancing around in the yard. Well, he wasn't prancing, he was striding out beautifully. So thanks for that, Darren, and good calling today. 
He's certainly got to be given another chance back rower, I guess. Yeah. Uh, he drew 12 of 12 when resuming in the midway, and it, it was all too much for him. He's drawn the five here, so, yeah, certainly worth another chance, the foe. Yeah, he's left without an excuse. Um, Brett Preble and James McDonald cleared to ride today. It'll be interesting to see how this sore ankle that J-Max got uh, affects mm. him today. I mean, he's a professional. He wouldn't be uh, going out there today if he wasn't right. No, well, that's right. Well, thank goodness uh, there was no serious damage done there, only to the punters that were on races. Uh, yeah, it all happened so fast, didn't it, out of the gates? One bound and, oh, wasn't pretty. No, yeah, as you said, those punters who were on him, they would have been uh, a little bit uh, sick, but fortunately, J-Mac A-OK. Thanks, Darren. Uh, enjoy the day there. Will do. There he goes, Darren Flindell, with uh, his thoughts and the market update on race number one. Nicole Thomas with us now, tab.com.au, to run through the major movers. G'day, Nicole. Good morning to you, Luke. We've heard about race number one. Anything to add there? Yeah, no back rower. It actually did shorten originally, and just with a deduction early, it actually has drifted just a touch back out to that $3.50, so a bit easy just in the last sort of half an hour or so with Sabranco, as Darren said, really well supported into $7 from 11 and Stars and Bars is the other one, 11 into 7.50. and if you're looking for a real roughy, Slickman number 16 is into 21 from 41 today. So back rower, slightly easy. I'll go Sabranco because it's just come into 6.50 now as well, so that's race one number two there, Luke. Race two is the Tab Highway. Yeah, Wizard of Oz is popular here, number two. It's into 4.20 from an opening $6. It'll be the tab mover. There is money for a couple of others, including Centre Bounce, Iron Wheel, just a little bit of support. And don't you think at a price, but Wizard of Oz gets the nod, number two. Race three, 1,100 metres, benchmark 74. Number 11, Dancing Alone favourite. She's the tab lay of the day today, we've been told. Well, it's been slightly easy just in the last sort of 25 minutes or so. It did reach 270 at one point, back to 310, but we did bet 360. So overall, it is a mover in this market. Tintuki came in originally to 650 as well, in from $8. And oh, hi, it came in to 7 No move from today, but the one that actually has moved today is Avebury, number nine. It's $11. Uh, it moved in today. It's in from about 15 So that's the way I'll go. I'll go number nine, Avebury. Race four over the mile. Tazarel favourite here. Yeah, it's been well back to Tazarel. 4.40, it did reach 2.90, back out to 3.30. Still overall a decent move. Perfect thought, though, it's coming today. Six into five and just fine as well into seven from $8. But I have to go with Tazarel, number 12. Race number five is the uh, Lexus Cup over the 2,400 metres, a listed race. Excellent support here for military mission number five. It's come in today and it's been backed overall ever since we opened the market. So $7 into four eighty with a small deduction taken into account. Chateau Park outside of that is a roughie that punters like. Number 11, 51 into 26. But let's go military mission on top, number five. Okay, number five there. What about race six, the Furious Stakes? Yeah, punters with the favourites here. So Tis Invincible, number three's come in, 460 to 3.80. But Autumn Ballet, number two, this is $4 now. And we did bet a much bigger price, about $6. That's a nice move. And Kamachi's come in a touch overall, number five. But Autumn Ballet, I think that's the best move, number two. Okay, Autumn Ballet there. What about in race seven, the Concord Stakes? Really interesting move here. Nature Strip has been slightly easy this morning. It was 215 at one point. It's back out to 260. We bet about $3.10 overall. The ones that have come in today, Bella Nipotina, number six, into 750 from eight, and Remark, number nine. Decent support today, seven into five. So with that ease on Nature Strip, I'll go Remark, number nine, as our mover. Race number eight is the Chelmsford Stakes. 
All good move for Montefilia here down the bottom, number 11, 290 in from $7 even after deduction. So that's a really good move and it was hard to find anything outside of that. Who your mail has been supported at decent odds. It's $18 now in slightly, but Montefilia clearly the one on top, number 11. And race number nine at Randwick today is the tramway stakes. Alentia keeps shortening in. It's 2.15 now. We bet $3, so clearly the best supported, number 16 in this race, our favourite. Uh, outside of that, there are some others, uh, but they're bigger prices. Zayrek into $16. My Oberon's been backed in. Number eight, Going Global, was a much bigger price, about 41 into 19. So move for a few of the roughies, but Alentia, clearly our market mover here in race nine. And race number 10, the last. Starting to see some decent support for the favourite Gaza Blanca. It's dried up a little bit though, number eight. It did reach 220 from 240 back to 240 now. But our last cash, number six, this has been a really nice move. We've had a huge price on opening, about $22. It's into $8 now. And Salt Coats was backed into seven as well. And uh, But I'll go our last cash. Good move for number six. Thanks, Nicole. Any standout? Look, Alentia and Montefilia are the two standouts. So let's go on top. Montefilia, race eight, number 11. Thanks, Nicole. Thanks, Luke. Other side of uh, the first, we'll get uh, the major movers or tab movers for Eagle Farm with Nicole as well. They're behind the barrier for race number one, the Midway Handicap. We link in now with the Sky Thoroughbred Central team. He has. He's made that improvement that he was always going to. So uh, let's hope we see... Uh, a nice run from him today, obviously our favourite and there's been good support for him. Sabrenko's in tip-top order, she's ready to peak here today, her third run into the campaign. Stars and Bars has had a lot of racing, he's only a lean fella, but I must say he's still in really nice order considering the amount of racing he's had and, and the fact that he doesn't carry a lot but he's still in nice enough order, he's got a really nice healthy coat on him. IQ, I feel he's the one that has made that significant improvement each and every time she's stepped out, so she's a, a gross type of mare and carries a bit of condition but she's come on beautifully so um, that's about it I think but as you can see straight ace are right in front of us and it looks great okay they're about to move in our big screen out of action just for today here at Royal Ramwick it'll be back in action by uh, the day of the shorts on the 16th they're updating the massive big infield uh, television screen uh, so we'll just put up with the smaller ones today and it'll be even better they're upgrading the quality of the vision look forward to that for all the on-course patrons getting out here to Ramwick. Now, Corey, uh, James McDonald, this will be interesting to see how he copes with his first race. He seemed to go out OK when he once he got on the horse. Yeah, he actually seemed to walk out OK before he got on the horse, and um, I watched him, obviously, when he cantered off, and he seemed to be OK on it. So it'll be interesting to see the reports that he gives when he gets back, because um, he obviously is still a little bit jaded on it. It's going to be a bit different pressure once he leaves the barriers. They're all in. Here's Darren for the first. Action. Racing now. And not a bad line out. Sabrenko's handled the start well from the wide draw. Pandano handy as Sabrenko rolls forward now. Showing very good muster there is IQ to go up and join it in the early part on the inside. Now Ningaloo stars looking for a spot. Moving up on the outside there is Stars and Bars is going to settle fourth behind them. Then Pandano, back rower taken back from straight Acer. Back in the seas, the seven seas, who parks up on the outside of Slick Man. So down the side of the course, 
Sabrenka holds the front by a length and a half Ningaloo Star. IQ gets leaders back third. Several lengths off then to Stars and Bars, two off to Pandano. Favourite back in the field, back row with the other favourite straight Acer. Two lengths away to the seven seas and Slickman over on the rails have been revved up last of all. They've got 5.50 to go. And Sabrenko's had a soft lead here for Amy McLucas. Lead by a length and a half Ningaloo Star. Being scrubbed up IQ now. Then Stars and Bars, Pandano, straight Acer up the inside. I don't want shares on back row at the moment. It's still seven off them. Sabrenko going well inside the 200 with straight Acer giving chase on the outside and quickly straight Acer went past Sabrenko. A gap back in the field then to IQ. Stars and Bars. Slickman making some ground but straight Acer's ripping clear. Here's a big win in the hands of Jason Collett. Straight Acer from Slickman. Stars and Bars. Back row applauded into fourth. Sabrenko conceded ground followed by IQ. Further back to the Seven Seas, Pandano and Ningaloo Star was last. There's a big win, straight acer. Trained by Ed Cummings, Edward Dewis going around in one of the big ones later on today. And Jason Collett uh, going back to back here on straight acer. Two kilos extra in the saddle and it mattered not. Uh, different class here, a straight acer. Now won three out of four this preparation. Yeah, you're right, Darren. He's walking straight acer at 47190 in New South Wales. Has gapped them. Photo minor placings. Other details to come there. Race number one at Ramwick. Back we go now to Nicole Thomas with today's major movers. And Eagle Farm, Nicole, race one is for the three-year-olds. You've had some good movers here, particularly a couple early. Capital C number five has been backed all the way into 480. We opened $15. The other one in motion was backed earlier. It's $9 in from 18, but the one that's had the most recent support is Adelaide number one. It's 380 now in from $5 overall and in from 480 not too long ago. So let's go Adelaide number one as our tab mover. Okay, Adelaide uh, there, race two, 1200 metres. It's a class six. Yeah, Kerr Royale, number eight is the one here, 215. We bet 260, so really good support for the favourite all the way through betting. Jay Anthea is the other one, number seven, just a slight move from 310 into $3. So um, punters are centering around the two favourites, but Kerr Royale is the one here, number eight. Okay, Kerr Royale there. On race one at Randwick, it's 116, 13, and three. One straight ace of 470, 190, 16 Slickman, $4.10. 13 stars and bars, 230, three-fourth back rower. Quinella, 38.90, $73, trifecta, 408.80, and the first four, 116, 13, three, $1,657. Race three at Eagle Farm, 1,800 metres. Nicole, no metropolitan win race. I've just noticed some support for Better Not Bitter today, number three. It's into 460 from 480. And there is some really good support for Hell of a Deal here. I'll make Hell of a Deal the tab mover, number seven. It's 370 and it's in from about $5 overall. If you're looking for something a bit rougher in this race, Duke of Gordon, number 10, has been supported into 16 from about $22. But Hell of a Deal on top, number seven. Race four, 2,200 metres. Yeah, money for a few runners, including um, a recent support for Chernak, number two, $5 into four eighty. Cash Me, number four, only a slight move in for Cash Me, but Top Boy's been well supported, number six, seven fifty into $5. That's the way I'll go, Top Boy, number six. Okay, Top Boy there. What about race four? 
Well, Miss Cooter is the favourite here, number one. It's just drifted out a touch to 2.30. It was digging into 2.25 at one point, pretty much what it opened as well. So a slight drift on the favourite. And the one the punters want is Oceans of Energy, number two. It's 3.90 now, and we bet about $6.50. So number two, Oceans of Energy, our tab mover. OK, that was race five. And race number six, 1,000 metres, no metro. Yeah, hold on, honey. Well, the two favourites here. So hold on, honey, is the favourite at 2.70. And Nashira, number 11, is the other favourite at 3.20. They've both been supported and both pretty well supported too. Hold on, honey, 3.90 into 2.70. Nashira, 4.40 into 3.20. And the QS, if you're looking for something rougher, it's $11 and been backed in from a huge price. But Nashira's just been the one that's had the more recent support today. So let's go number 11 on top. Race 7 is over the 1200, Class 6, number 10, Zarastro, 225. Yeah, that's the one, Luke. A really good support for Zarastro, number 10. Recently supported into 225. We did open $3, so punters very keen. All that pizzazz, number two, has been backed outside of that. About $6 into four is the move, so decent as well. LIM came in from a big price, number six. Slightly easy today, 750 in from about 11 overall. But Zarastro, number 10, the clear market mover. And race eight, the listed quality. Cepheus number one's come into three fifty. It's in from four dollars, so good support. Fender's been supported as well, number five, and Hot Spring Gold number eleven. Some admirers as well, eleven into seven dollars. Shiquero is the other one, number twelve. But out of all of those, I think Cepheus is the best, number one. And the last is race nine. Our Magnus has been really well supported here. Three thirty, number six, in from five dollars fifty overall. Shah of Goma, number thirteen, did come in originally to six fifty, and there's a couple of roughies that have been supported. Lucky decision in Bedford Square, the two of them. But our Magnus, clearly number six on top. What's the best there, Nicole? I think that's the Rastro Luke, a race seven, number ten, into two dollars twenty-five now. Thanks, Nicole. You have a good day. Thanks, Luke. You too. There's Nicole Thomas, tab.com.au, the Eagle Farm Movers. Race number one, they're behind the barrier, 90 seconds away. Let's link in with the Sky Thoroughbred Central team in the lead-up to this race. That does it for me, Russell Veach, and the National Racing Service, other side of this. Have a great Saturday, everyone, and good luck. A lot of evidence about who's going to run the distance best. Thinking all Valor didn't get a cheap, yet he still won at Bow Desert. That's always an advantage to lead around Bow Desert. You kick sure. But I thought that horse that was second uh, behind him, Mr. Selfie's been going okay. If he was in this race, he'd probably be a five or six dollar chance. Yeah. Um, so we'll just go go with this fellow. He's here at home, all valor. Planned encounter is the one that's going to really find the line strongly, I believe. So to Adelaide. And then Totspur was favourite most of the week, Bernie, but uh, I, I think a lot of Priceless. people have got that query on whether he'll run the distance at this stage at his first preparation. I would have to agree. All right, as I said, I'm sticking with planned encounter as we get to Tim Ryan from Market Update. Thanks, Bernie. Yeah, good late money here for Adelaide. $4.60 into $4 in the last 15 minutes or so. So it's been really well supported. But planning counters also seen some good money. $3.50 out to $4 today. Capital C's been well backed all week. $15. It opened on Wednesday. Now a $4.20 chance. So those three at the top of the market. I'm telling you about Windy Peak, a blend of three whites and three reds from the stable of famous de Bortoli wines. Try Windy Peak Chardonnay. Affordable, medium-bodied, with an excellent finish. Windy Peak Chardonnay by De Bortoli. It was the morning line favourite. Todd Spur, last one up. All in now. Set to go on the first. Red light on. Ready for a break. Racing. 
or Starter's Delight bouncing as one. He'll lead. All Valor's rolling forward out wide, showing speed West Oak along the inside. Adelaide not too far away in motion, fourth on settling down. Totspur's rolling forward, but a bit wider the early part. Followed by planned encounter. She's got no early speed. Mashani line of the centre, and Capital C, who actually jumped well, has been dragged back to be last of all. That's the first call. Down the back straight, 1,100 left to run. Your leaders are West Oak, and all Valor West Oak's got to buy a neck. Two-way third in motion outside of Adelaide, parked fourth on the rail. Gallup looks to be good. These leaders are going fairly strongly up front. Then a margin of three to Totsbury. I like the way to planned encounter. I like to the quarter Mashani Light and Capital C on the inside last but no more than five off the lead. Heading inside the 800 metres. West Oak still repelling that challenge of all valour. The margin about ahead now. Adelaide's been given every chance in third. Likewise in motion in fourth. Then came Totsbury. Planned encounter. Mashani Light has tried to start a run. It's scrubbed along to do so. And Capital C just sitting back waiting for it all to unfold at the tail end. They fan around the bend now, 4.50 left to run. West Oak headed off by All Valor on the outsider. Here's the time for Adelaide now to produce. It comes up three wide outside the pair. Then planned encounter, trying to get clear. Capital C's running on reasonably well, starting to work into the picture. The other three were struggling. Adelaide got to the front. Capital C's after it. Gamely now. Planned encounter trying to come through in the centre. There was no room. Capital C on the outside. On the inside, Adelaide. Stride for stride. It's a stirring go. Here they come to the line. I'd say Adelaide bobbed and beat. Capital C Third over the line was planned encounter. A little like at a vital stage that all Valor, followed by West Oak. Further back came in motion, Mashani Light. Todd Spur last over the line. Stand by for the result of the first. It was a great struggle. Oh, it's tight. It's tight. If you're on capital C, don't give up. Adelaide, capital C, capital C, Adelaide, planned encounter third, got balked at a vital stage in the straight, but then the other pair came away. I thought there was a margin there for Adelaide, but capital C's right in it, and the judge having a careful look. So we'll wait. We'll wait for the judge to make a decision. It will be a nose either way. Adelaide or capital C, they went stride for stride that last... 150 metres, planned encounter third, all valour will be fourth, but it's obviously hellishly close. There's no number as yet. Very close to a dead heat there, Brisbane. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, the National Racing Service with Russell Veach. G'day, g'day. Adelaide wins in Brisbane. Number one wins by a nose for CJ Graham. Adelaide at 4.30 and 1.70. Good morning to you all. G'day, g'day. Great to have your company for this first Saturday of racing in spring for 2023 where the uh, stars of the autumn come back to play in the spring, of course, after their break-off. We welcome them back today at Ranwick. The highlight, of course, being the running of the Concord Stakes and Nature Strip up against Eduardo and all the others as well as they start their spring campaigns. Eagle Farm, it's one Adelaide, 430, 170, for Capital C, 170, and for Plant Encounter at 150, for the two All Valor, Quinella, 910, exact to 1770, traffic to $68, first four at 303. And this correct weight in the first in Sydney at Randwick, the one straight ace at 470, 190, 16 Slick Man, 410, 13 Stars and Bars at 230. Jason Collett for Ed Cummings, draw first blood, three fourth back row, the favourite, Quinella, 
38, 90, exactly 73. Traffic to 408. First for $1,657. Correct weight, the first at Randwick. Race two is the Tab Highway, minus the 18, the late one, Diamond Carrot. Opening favourite is number two, Wizard of Oz at 4.2. Correct weight, brought to you by Same Race Multi on the Tab app. Combine multiple runners for bigger odds. Imagine what you could be buying instead. We'll hear from David Gately shortly to look at the Memsey card at Caulfield today. They're racing on a good 4-10 race program, getting underway in about seven minutes' time, and we might update the market, and then we'll get the market movers throughout the day from Tab's Nicole Thomas. In the first, number two, Aspen Colorado's at 4.80 out of half. Five, Bow Rap is fives into 4.80. Six, Eye of the Eagles, sixes into fives. Nine, Tokenist at 7.50 at one. Acclimatised, number 10, is 11s to 9.50. 11, Georgie Get Mad at 6.50 and Static. And the first underway in six. And David Gantley, best head to David before we link up with Nicole. Going nine, two, eight, and five. Nine is Tokenist. It was a forgive run here, two runs back at 2,000 metres and just made his run away from that uh, red-hot inside rail at the Valley last time. When he was back at the mile, he still beat all bar Hill Rip, who had railed through, and they ran fast time relative to the benchmark 100 on the day. I think as a new season four-year-old, he can measure right up here, drawn for a good run. Aspen, Colorado, stormed home in a better race than this two runs ago here. You know, he looked about ready to launch just as his luck ran out at the Valley. He's a big danger. Seb Song stormed home at the Valley last time, and he's going well. As is Bo Rapp, who's obviously stringing wins. Nine to eight. Nine to eight and five in the Jockey Challenge. Jamie Carr and Michael D at 360. Jordan Child, 750. And Mark Zara at 950. Where's the money playing out for this morning? Nicole Thomas from the Tab. Good morning to you. Good morning to you, Russell. Uh, well, in the first here, we've got Georgie Get Mad, really well supported, number 11, into 6.50 from an opening 11 and just shortening in the last couple of minutes or so. Bo Rapp's been back today as well, number 5, into $4.80 for Bo Rapp. In from $6 as well and acclimatise. Number 10, nice support into that $9 price from 14 I'll go with Georgie Get Mad. Nice recent support too for number 11. Number 11 in the first race. Race number two, looking for a winning hat-trick is Reinberg with the good alley today. What's the best mover. Yeah, that's it. Reinberg, number 14, our favourite. $2.30 in from three thirty overall. Clearly the best supported runner here. Outside of that, there is a move for Chalton Lane too, number two. It's four forty in from five fifty. But Reinberg gets the nod here as the mover, number 14. Benchmark 84 is the third race. The favours none thought from the wide gate. Yeah, Nunthorpe. It was the early money horse. It's three forty now, and we did bet five fifty. So it's been a really nice move for Nunthorpe. Yellow Sam's coming ever so slightly into five fifty, and there's a couple of roughies to include. Rio number one is one of them at twenty six, and I noticed some money for Girl as well today, number ten. But I think Nunthorpe's still the best mover, number eight. Jude's open the fourth race of the day, right down the bottom. Frigid for Tatum Bull at four forty. Yeah, it's a really tricky race, this one. Uh, there's a move for a few runners here, including Court Deep. It's number two here. Court Deep, we bet a much bigger price. We bet about $17 and it's into $10, but no real move from today. Bit of support for Queen Takes King here as well. And then we've got uh, some move for affordable, number 11. It's a $5 chance in from seven. Keep an eye on this market closer to jump time. I'll go Court Deep at this stage, number two. Three-year-old group three, the McNeil Stakes, race number five. And again, an open market, Little Bros and legacies at $4 a pair. 
Yeah, Little Bros is the one here. Punters like it. Number one, four dollars in from six fifty, and also money for Hedge. Number eleven, it's five fifty. Drifting easy today, but it's in from about eight dollars. And coincide number seven, it's an eight dollar chance, and it's been backed. But I think the best move is clearly Little Bros. Number one, race six, the listed Heatherly Stakes, and three eighty. Jimmy the Bear, the favourite. Yeah, Jimmy the Bear's been well back too. $7 into $4 for our favourite here. But there is another one, certainly worth a mention. Junipal, number 17. It's nine fifty. We did bet $15. So they're the two that are the best backed. I'll go with Jimmy the Bear, though, number 15. Benedetta was terrific to win first up, and she's second up record one for one In the Cockrum Group 3, she's two forty. Yeah, she is, and she's well-backed as well. Three thirty into that $2.40 price, number seven there, our favourite. There's also money for Paracel too, number two. It's $3 in from $4.30. That's taking into account a small deduction. Papillon Club is $10. It's coming a little bit number three, but let's go Benedetta. Number seven is the best mover. Well, Bella Nipotuna comes out of the group three. The McCafe stakes over the 1100 as Führer for Henry Dwyer at 3.1, the favourite. Yeah, there's no real move for Asfura at this stage and there is money for a few others. So Sai number 12 is one of them, 11 into 7.50. Generation, it's come in, it's 8.50 now in from 9.50. A good move overall for ingratiating number one, it's into $9 from 14 and Midwest is a bit of a bit of a roughy $16, punters like it. So with no real move for the favourite inwards, I'll go with one on top. Uh, I think Sai is the best, number 12. The Memsey Stakes, the grip one feature of the spring to start it off. Mr Brightside at $3.00. Terrific first up. He's a 1,400-metre specialist. There's been plenty of spruiking for I Wish I Win in the last 24 hours. What's the best mover? Well, I Wish I Win has been a big market drifter overall. We opened about 320. It's all the way to 460. And punters are clearly with Mr. Brightside here to win number one. It's been about 440 into $3 overall. Outside of that, there's been one that's been backed at double figures as well. Princess Grace, number 13. It's into $7. We did bet 10. And Osipanko, just a little bit of market support into the $10 price. But it's all about Mr. Brightside here, number one. There you go. Don't uh, what, don't look at the social media and think it's a, a given. <laughs> <laughs> They're all sprucking that this morning, I wish <laughs> I went. <laughs> there you go. It's a drifter. There you go. That's a good one. Memsey today, race 9 at 10 to 5. And how about the last, Nicole? It's for, uh, favourite is currently a 270 devoted second up. It's been well supported all the way through. Four dollars into two seventy is the overall move for number fourteen, our favourite. But there has been a good move for here to shock as well. Number two, don't ignore that. Twelve dollars into six fifty, and Buffalo River's been backed into ten. There was early money for it from seventeen, but I think Devoted is still the best of them. Favourite number fourteen. What's the best mover of the day according to the tab? I think that is Rheinberg, and we go back to race two, number fourteen. Has been back from three dollars thirty into two dollars thirty, just pushing back out to two forty now, Russell. Enjoy your beautiful spring day. Thank you, Nicole. Thanks, Russell. You too. Nicole Thomas from the tab as they arrive at the start now for the first at Caulfield. It's five dollars each of two. Aspen Colorado's at a half dollar. Bo Rappers at a half as well. Eye of the Eagle sixes into five fifty. Tokenist is eight dollars into six fifty. So good backing for David Gately's runner two late in the piece. And likewise, Georgie Get Mad as we heard from Nicole. It was the best try in the first nine dollars. Hit five fifty back out to six dollars as they move up well. And coming up shortly, we'll head to Hawkesbury Race Course and to Dale Walker for his best bets today. I'm telling you about Windy Peak, a blend of three whites and three reds from the stable of famous de Bortley wines. Try Windy Peak Shiraz, memorable, 
for its simplicity and excellent finish. Wendy Peak Shiraz by De Bortley. Who else? Correct weight Eagle Farm, the first on 154 and to Adelaide, just scraping home. We had a Rickerton Park early quarter. It's not been one on 9325. Insatiable, 191.21, the fourth from 12, 2 and 13. Matt Hill on the first of 10 on Memsey Stakes Day at Caulfield. Race day, ready to go. Set for the first, 1,600. And they're racing. Bow wrapped towards the inside. Away okay is being rousted forward. Rhinoceros beat it out from Tokenus. Bow wrap holding its position. I have the eagle behind them with Georgie Get Mad. In between horses is Aspen Colorado. About three further back acclimatised Seb's song as they climb. Two and a half lengths to first light. And at the tail is Dance Ready. Brow of the hill at the 1,200 metres. Rhinoceros the front runner by two lengths to Tokenus. And then came Bow wrap third from Georgie Get Mad. Fifth along the inside eye of the Eagle from Aspen, Colorado. A couple of lengths acclimatise who's over racing from Seb Song and then came First Light and Dance Ready as they run to the side. Rhinoceros, 900 metres to go. Comes back underneath the jock by a length and a half to Tokenist and then came Bow Rap. A length and a quarter, Georgie Get Mad. Then came Aspen, Colorado, Eye of the Eagle. A couple to Seb Song acclimatise. Second last in the race, Dance Ready and First Light is at the back. 600 metres to go. Rhinoceros was able to slow it down somewhat from Tokenist. Bow Rap is third the inside. Georgie Get Mad has niggled at before the corner. Then came Aspen, Colorado. Ive the Eagle has held up needs and out from Seb Song acclimatise and First Light sticks to the inside. Into the straight at the 300 metres. It's Rhinoceros. Kicks about a length and a half to Bow Rap who's out. Georgie Get Mad. Ive the Eagles run up behind them. Needs a run and Aspen, Colorado late the outside. They've got to Rhinoceros. Georgie Get Mad at the 100. Aspen, Colorado, Seb Song late. Georgie get mad with Aspen, Colorado and Seb Song. Three of them. Seb Song. Seb Song's won it. From Aspen, Colorado or Georgie get mad and then a photo for fourth between First Light and Bow Rap. Next to finish, I have the Eagle Rhinoceros tokenist acclimatise and dance ready. Terrific go to the first, but it'll be Seb Song over the top of them for Jason Warren and Jason Maskeel. They start the day... In fine order, of course, Jason's got Benedetta, his star mare in the Cockrum later on. And Seb Song has driven at Aspen, Colorado, and Georgie Get Mad, who are having a battle. And Seb Song over the top has scored at $12.80 and $3.50. We'll take it out. New South Wales, 11.60 and 3.30. Perhaps wins by a long head and a good drive to the line. Eight Seb Song home in the first at Caulfield. We've got some important news coming through at Randwick with Darren very shortly. He's going to join us in just a moment regarding uh, James McDonald. We're heading off to Randwick yet next in around 12 minutes from now as we head trackside. Afternoon, Darren. Good afternoon, uh, Russ. As some of you may be aware, James McDonald was involved in a fall out of the gates at Wyong yesterday. And whilst he's being cleared to ride today, um, he's fit and well. The only little problem is with that mishap, he couldn't get in the sauna uh, prior to today. So he can't get down to the 56 kilos. He had three rides today at that weight. And uh, here are the replacements now. Starting in race four, with number eight, Logan Street Lime. Jason Collett picks up the mount there. So Jake 
eight, Collider number eight in the fourth. In the Furious Stakes, race six, number three, Tis Invincible, one of the favourites, will now be Zach Lloyd, since his mount was scratched Sardozzi, so Zach Lloyd on Tis Invincible. And the third of them is in the tramway. Number eight, Going Global, will now be Sam Clipperton. Sam Clipperton, the replacement there in the ninth. Well, I guess while you're with us, Russ, we may as well run through the market for the highway. Uh, coming up, uh, what about 10 minutes from now? It's over 1,200 metres today. We've got Iron Will at $8 out of point. Wizard of Oz is the favourite at $5. Smoke Show at 19 Sung Blue, $6.50. Sting Jet. $31. Sapito Beauty at 16 Atmospheric Rock at $8. Was 12 this morning. That's been one of the shorteners. Number 9, 12 into $8. Bonjour Rupert at 41 I Like Big Putts at 71 Manzoni at 19 Crop Duster at No Luck here at Fortnight ago. It's $23. Now Santa Bounce, who was good chasing the stable mate here a Fortnight ago, is the $5 equal favourite. Then Rebel Dreamer at 19 Yukala 61 don't you think at 18 and just note we have a late scratching in this at number 18 Diamond Carrot who did suffer a uh, an injury coming down to the track today from or up here from Wagga. So in summation we have two joint favourites for the highway they're $5 a piece number two Wizard of Oz and number 14, Centre Bounce, and the second race due to go in 10 from now. Thank you, Darren. The Jockey Challenge has been taken down for Renwick. We'll give you the revised market coming through from the tab very shortly. Now, in a moment to Dale at Hawkesbury. Caulfield, 8 Seb Song, 11.60 and 3.30. To Aspen, Colorado, 180. 11 Georgie, get mad at 2.10. 5 fourth by Rap. Quinella, 29.40. Exact to 46.80. Traffic to 538. First four, $1,109. Celebrating the best New South Wales racing, Sky Sports Radio. Joining Ramwick today is Hawkesbury. Good afternoon at Dale Walker. Uh, good afternoon to you, Russ. Good afternoon, everyone. Beautiful conditions out here. You know spring is in the air when uh, there's barely a cloud in the sky and it's uh, nice and blue and it's... Very warm indeed out here, and the magpies are flying high. We're ready for a big eight race card here at Hawkesbury today. It is the Country Music Festival race day, and there's a lot of boot scooters and line dancers around already. Uh, they were charging at the gates at around 11 o'clock. There's huge queues and a massive crowd here at Hawkesbury today. Weather fine, rail true. Track is good. Good things on the card. I like race five, number 10, Ballroom Bella. I had a bit of an opinion about this uh, horse last campaign for Gerald and uh, Sterling. Jean Van Overmeer, informed jockey takes the ride. It's drawn gate number one. Two great trials last campaign. Went to the races, ran seventh behind Kamoshi, was turned out, has had two trials back, hit the front, was hard held in a sec, uh, trial recently at Randwick, uh, went second. It's drawn beautifully and ready to win. Race five, number ten, that is ballroom Bella for me. It was about seven to four on the old 270-280 when I last looked. Race six, number two, French Endeavour from the Matt Smith stable was scratched at Wyong yesterday. An impressive Warwick Farm re- uh, winner two starts ago. Is outclassed behind Autumn Ballet at Randwick. No such class in this particular race today. Mitchell Bell takes the ride and I think you can get the race five, race six, back-to-back double and in the last race eight number eight at a bit of value for you about eight to one. Oh golly gosh drawn wide if the pace is on it'll finish strongly it's Always runs an honest race. It's 1-2 of 17 with six minor placing. Six to win at Kembla. Uh, 
a couple of weeks ago and it finished off that race nicely. So I think if you're looking for a bit of value in the last, maybe, oh golly gosh. But the first is sit down for 12.40. It's going to be a big day here at Hawkesbury. Enjoy the afternoon. Take it down. Nice to have your company. And we're heading back to Randwick shortly for the running of race number two and all the latest from Sky Thoroughbred Central. And indeed, Brett Davis will be joining us in just a tick as well, looking at the Morford for race card today. And at Hawkesbury, Jean Van Overmeyer is a $2 favourite in the Jockey Challenge. Jet Stanley at two ninety, dollars Keegan Latham at four forty, And heading out to next pick is Christian Reith at $18. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Spring is here and the racing is heating up at the Run to the Rose Day. Featuring thrilling group racing and a vibrant trackside atmosphere, it's your last chance to be part of the action ahead of the Sydney Everest Carnival. Run to the Rose Day this Saturday at Rose Hill Gardens. Book now at theracers.com.au. At Tab, we're on for Saturday racing. On races 1-6 to six at Randwick, Caulfield and Eagle Farm, place a fixed odds win bet with the Tab app. And if your horse runs second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on 18 races across three big tracks this Saturday. Tab, we're on. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's at website. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Sky Sports Radio was on the Tab app everywhere. Morfordville Racing today in the Jockey Challenge out has uh, Todd Pennell at 270, Ben Price at 350, Kelsey Hennon 460, Jake Toroke is the next pick at $6.50 in the first in Adelaide at Morfordville Racecourse with Brett Davis today is underway to tick over half an hour's time. We'll link up with Brett in just a tick. We do have the opening favourite Escatore number two at 240, Huggle Time at 270. Now in the yard at Randwick, recapping the late scratching of 18 Diamond Carrot and it's fives the field. Wizard of Oz, centre bounce at 5.50. In the NRLW at the moment, we've got 20 minutes to play. Canberra have just hit the front for Newcastle, or Canberra 12, lead Newcastle 10. Canberra 12, Newcastle 10. And we'll be heading off to Royal Randwick for race number two in just a moment. The weight signal in Melbourne on the first race is now there, 8 2, 11 and 5. Correct weight brought to you by Same Race Multi on the Tab app. Combine multiple runners for bigger odds. Imagine what you could be buying instead. We'll be heading off to Brisbane for the running of their next event race two during around 12 minutes time. And at number two, Crazy Trade at 10, Six Fleetwood Macker at 5, 7 J Anthony at 310, and 8 Curial at 210. The favourite. We head out to $13 for Barista Sister as the next pick. Sky Sports Radio was on the Tab app everywhere. So Brett Davis will be joining us in due course as we head back to Randwick. Well, that's a look at the runners as they head out onto the track here for the highway. Country train gallopers only, 120000 in prize money. Corey, who did you like? I'm going to settle with number 13, Crop Duster. I thought the parade was really, really good. Um, no luck last time out in that race here where there's a few of them that had no luck. Maps to get a perfect run right behind the speed and I think it's taken good improvement out of that run the other day. I am 214.4 and 1. I'm 
tipping uh, Wizard of Oz here, even though there's good support for his stable mate, Atmospheric Rog here. Um, look, I think he presents well. He's going to get across, hopefully, uh, on the rail here and get his opportunity to put a win on the board third up here. Two, fourteen, four, and one. Wizard of Oz, the drifting favourite, four twenty out to five. Money for Sung Blue, seven dollars to five dollars fifty. Now back out to six dollars, and uh, down to fourteen centre bounce, four eighty out to five. There's a move up big odds in for your Carla here for Brett Kavanagh, eighty-one into forty-one. Joe Ford writes, but Adelaide Racing today. Let's head to Brett Davis, who's calling all the action for proceedings. So, good morning, your time. Hello, sir. Hello, Russell. Good afternoon, everybody there in Sydney. Um, looking forward to a big program today. Great racing right around Australia. Really looking forward, actually, to seeing Nature Strip back in action today there in Sydney. But here in South Australia, we've got mostly sunny conditions, top of 21 degrees, so there's definitely some spring in the air. Look, I think a couple of best bets today, clearly here in Adelaide, race three, number two. He's out, Bonneval. This horse, look, he hasn't won for a long time, but he's been running in some really strong races in Melbourne. That form line behind amenable last start at Caulfield will stand up in the test of time, and I think that leads him into a very uh, you know, confident victory here in South Australia. It'll do his confidence the world of good. Drawn perfectly for Todd Panel, who is the favourite in the jockey challenge, as you mentioned. So race three, number two, he's out, Bonneval. Can, uh, can break that uh, that monkey off his back today and get another win underneath his belt. And I think we can then go into race seven, number eight, 16 reasons, who performed really well at a high level a couple of starts ago, just narrowly beaten last start, just ran out of uh, ground basically before the post came up. I think with the pace in the race today, he can atone. So they're the two best race three, number two, he's our Bonneval, race seven, number eight, 16 reasons. And Russell, if you're playing for a little bit of value, I suggest race two, number nine, Lips Don't Lie can certainly improve second up. It's around $12. Well, Merck will be with you on Radio Tab throughout the most of the race. Today, the last couple of races, we'll link up with you with Dan, Miss and Paul, the updates. Enjoy the afternoon. Thank you, Russell. Look forward to it. Have a great day. Brett Davis at Morfordville. Soft fire for racing there today. The Big Sports Breakfast Weekend with Ray Thomas and Dean Ritchie. 7am Sunday. Newcastle in again. Newcastle 16. Kick to come. Canberra 12 in the NRLW. Of course, the Rugby League action today. Dolphins v Warriors. The Warriors resting a lot of their players at Suncorp. Dolphins are the favourites at the moment on the tab.com.au website with all the latest markets. Dolphins 155. Warriors at 245. Line 5 at half to the Warriors at 190 each of two and of course the Panthers have the chance to take another minor premiership if they win against the Cowboys Penrith 128, Cowboys need to win they're at 370, 11 and a half start to the Cowboys for NRL action today Celebrating the best New South Wales racing Sky Sports Radio First at Randwick arriving at the Barriers Wizard of Oz at $5 is the favourite We'll see if there's a revised market for the Jockey Challenge on the tap just before we head off to Darren and of course James McDonald out but uh, no amended market there as uh, yet Racing today in the West will come from Belmont. Their first gets underway in a couple of hours' time. The first of nine races. In fact, make it an hour and 50. Racing on a soft five for the racing in the West today at Belmont. The Jolly Beggar Stakes is the feature at 6.25. Baby Paris and my Bella May are 4.40 a pair. But now to Darren for race two at Randwick. Righto, thanks Russ. So they're getting set here for the second race of the day, the Tab Highway, and the one of the two favourites, centre bounce going forward, has drawn barrier two. Really powered home into a distant second behind the stable mate, Derry Grove, here a fortnight ago, having been... Uh, 
Well, well back on the field, turning for home. Following this, we'll have an exhibition gallop on the course. Chris Waller's going to work two of his gun three-year-old, Shinzo and Militarise. James McDonald is going to miss three rides today now. James couldn't make the weight of 56 kilos, so has had to forego three rides on the program, but he'll be fine for the, for the main one. So in the fourth, Jason Collard on Logan Street Line. Zach Lloyd on Tis Invincible and going global in the ninth, the tramway, will now be Sam Clipperton. So James ruled out of three races today. We wait on Wizard of Oz to go in with Smoke Show and Iron Will. Iron Will will be one of the last to go forward. So Tash Burley more than happy to run there from the wide draw. Highway winner two starts back and Billy Owen has had lots of experience and Iron Will. So that said horse about to move in along with Smoke Show... Smoke Show's drawn one from the outside. So they're just working on Smoke Show at the moment. Oh, a big win straight acer in the first, Jason Collett. One for fun. We wait on Iron Will to, to go in once Smoke Show consents to move in. I just haven't got Smoke Show into the gates as yet, but it looks as though they're there now. Tyler Schiller has got the mare in, and Iron Will, this uh, four-year-old gelding, is the last two to move in. So they're locked and loaded for the Class 3 Tab Highway over 1,200 metres. We're ready to run. And they're off and racing here. Iron Will, handlebars down from the wide draw, rushing forward from Wizard of Oz. I like big putts, the Pito Beauty Smoke Show just drifting back a bit, looking for cover. Then came the favourite set of bounce, about six in the white cap from Sung Blue. Further back to Rebel Dreamer, right off the track is your colour. Now in the second half of the field, don't you think, is on a very wide path. Up the inside is Crop Dust and Manzoni there between runners with Sting Jet buried in the middle of the ruck. Further back to winning Rupert. And Atmospheric Rock is right back last of all. So Iron Will cross from the outside to lead the way at the 600 metres. From the Mudgy Mare, I like big putts, followed by Wizard of Oz. As they come up around the turn, Smoke Show deeper out from Sapito Beauty. Sung Blue back on the inside, centre bounce. A little bit cluttered up as they come up the rise. It's Iron Will, just the leader. From I like big putts, Wizard of Oz coming off heels. Then came Sapito Beauty. Smoke Show centre bounce still a long way off them. Iron Will, just the leader. From Wizard of Oz, Iron Will, Wizard of Oz laying it down the outside. Wizard of Oz from Iron Will, Wizard of Oz put the nose in front and Wizard of Oz gun down Iron Will. Photo for third, I like big putts and atmospheric rock wide out. Then Sapito Beauty from Bonjour Rupert closing off. Centre bounce behind them. Further back to Crop Duster, Sung Blue, then Sting Jet from Banzoni. Smoke Show, Rebel Dreamer, don't you think? And your Carla was last in. Wizard of Oz, ridden off the speed, and there's the first two today to Jason Collett. A Wizard of Oz, trained by Danny Williams, just taking the sit behind them, and Wizard of Oz has run down a game iron will. Not an easy task to burn the, the barriers there from the outside in a big field. Going so close, Iron Will. And the third, probably I like big putts. The mare from Mudgy on the inside of Atmospheric Rock. Stand by for third. 2-1 and a photo. 2-1 and a photo here on the highways. We stand by for, for further details. And Wizard of Oz... Third run in this preparation, uh, trained by Danny Williams, handled by Jason Collett, just prevailing uh, Wizard of Oz, a five-year-old stallion by Exceed and Excel at a dream in colour. Win number four from 22 starts. Now, number 11's run third, nine has finished fourth. 
Interim placings, 2-1, 11 and 9. I like big putts third. Now, the margins are half length by a neck. Half neck. Half neck. So a... A half a neck by one length, I should say. A half neck by one length. Time is 1.10.13.35.07, the last 600 metres. So 1.10.13.35.07, interim placings 2-1, 11 and 9. Two Wizard of Oz plays 5.40 and 2.10 and was the sub. One Iron Will, 3.30. 11 I Like Big Parts at 10.40 for the place. And 9 Fourth Atmospheric Rock. Late Scratch of 18 Diamond Carrot. Quinella, 22.20. Exact to 39.20. Traffic to $986. First four, $17,098. The one into two double, $18.40. In the third race, the Lockton Handicap and James McDonald OK to ride Wave Rider Boy. It's a $4.82nd favourite. Dancing Alone's the favourite for Nashra Willer. Currently at 3.30. Can Jason Collett make it the first three? He's a $21 chance. No way ever. Third at 5 to 1. Dividends for DeBortley Wines. Try Windy Peak Chardonnay. Always a favourite. Always suitable with all meals. Windy Peak by DeBortley. Eagle Farm Race 2 is up next to Class 6 and the Phillies and Mares Race. Favourite is number 8, Curial 2.15 into 2. 7, J. Anthony. 3.10 out to 3.20 and $5. Fleetwood Mac of the 6 in a half dollar. Eagle Farm race to due in just a few minutes time. Following Brisbane we'll head to Terry Spargo for the best of the Grafton Gallops for today and their first of the six race program underway at six minutes after one. Sydney's greatest racing carnival is here. Be trackside for thrilling racing, live music and the world's richest race on turf at Tab Everest. Revel in Sydney's glorious spring for fun, food and fashion. Sydney Everest Carnival, September 16 to November 11. Book now at theracers.com.au. A dominant win by more than four lengths in the Canonbury Stakes on debut. Best aboard, oh, wow, what a performance. Won the silver slipper in a faster time than golden slipper winners Piero, Farnan, She Will Reign and Mosfan. Best aboard, oh, three lengths clear. Best aboard, oh, does it again. The highest rated two-year-old cult of his generation. Best aboard, oh, he's really strong at the end. Winner of the Roman Consul Stakes at three, just like Fastnet Rock, Exceed and Excel and Russian Revolution. Best of Bordeaux, available for inspection at Coolmore. In the NRLW, 10 minutes to play. Newcastle 20, lead the Raiders 12. Today's racing, brought to you by Same Race Multi on the Tab app. Combine multiple runners for bigger odds. What's gambling really costing you? Now let's update Caulfield race two ahead of hearing from David Gately and race two over the 1400 a benchmark 78 to Cholton Lane is 420 to a higher 460 back to 440. We head down to number 12 Rogue Rocker 950 up to 11. 13 MacTube at 13. 14 Reinberg as Nicole Thomas from the tab mentioned best tried Reinberg of the day 290 into 240 from gate one. Press is showing at seven dollars and solid probably the best tried roughly in the race is Netanyahu, number 15, 23 into 19. David Gately. 14 is Reinberg. He was a trial star before that effortless uh, win, fresh in good time. Then he did a great job at Hillside. He led into the uh, the headwind there and was a solid speed. Uh, he was simply too strong. Again, he ran good time relative to the day. There was another benchmark 70 on the day. They ran much quicker time despite a slower early tempo. Chorton Lane's a really nice horse. He's won two or three in Australia. He ran well in the miss as well. He just wasn't as dynamic second up. He didn't quicken there. Um, both 
wins. He's run a real quality last 600 figure. 14 from 2, take note at uh, Caulfield from David. 14 from 2. Michael Maxworthy here at Eagle Farmers. They get set, likes 8 on top to beat 7, 5 and 6. He's with Curial at 190. The Windy Peak range of wines from the DeBortley stable embrace three whites and three reds. The red range includes Pinot Noir, Cabernet Sauvignon and Shiraz. Try Windy Peak wine from the great Australian winemaker, De Bortoli. Bernadette Cooper with Jayancy, number seven to win in Brisbane as we join David. Thanks, Marto. Hi to you. Have these runners moving in well for race two? In fact, Kia Royale is now touching red figures. They've slammed this late. When I say late, I mean late. It was hovering around that 2.10 mark up till about well, five minutes before the post time. And all of a sudden, there's been a rush on it. 185 on tab, and Jay Anthony, you can now get 360. Fleetwood Mac of 550. So, money, big money late for the favourite. All in. Light turned on, 1200 metres ahead of them. Race two at Eagle Farm. Favourites drawn alongside each other. They're off and racing this time. And Kia Royale beat Jay Anthony out at the start. Barista Sister was nicely away outside of Kia Royale early. Swamp Nation going forward. Jay Anthony will be about fourth as they run to that first bend with no pressure on at all. Kia Royale is just jog trotting in front. Fleetwood Macca slots in fifth outside of Avalante, taken back and crazy trainers last. Well, it's all Kia Royale's way. The big money is on at the 800 metres and she is cruising in the lead. Three quarters to Swamp Nation in second. Jay Anthony sitting third in behind Kia Royale, but the leader is getting a picnic. Fourth the outside Barista Sister, the next pair, Fleetwood Macca covering Avalonde and two crazy train. Six lengths span them, 500 left to run, they go on to the turn, and Kia Royale couldn't have wished for a better run in front. Swamp Nation being pushed along. Jay Anthony will have to try and out-sprint Kia Royale, who's going great guns presently. Then came Barista Sister. Kia Royale in front, sprinting hard and fast now. Jay Anthony still a length and a quarter behind it and they'll find it out from Fleetwood Macca rolling up to third. It's Kia Royale the leader. Jay Anthony's putting it on the outside. Kia Royale, not a lot of gas in the tank but enough to get home and lead all the way. She had a picnic in front of Big Jay Anthony. Barista Sister third. Crazy Train fourth. Then Avalade, Fleetwood Macca.